Well, hello, everybody. This is our first episode of our Hi. Curse of Strahd campaign. Uh, Ravenloft Mistfits. We are so excited to get started. But before we start, let's do a quick introduction. I am Johnny. I will be the DM for this campaign. I've been DMing for about five years now, gish, give or take. I'm not entirely sure. I can't remember when I started, but it, it, anyways, I digress. It's been a while. I have <laughs> always wanted to run Curse of Strahd on a stream, and I am just super excited to run this module along with the glorious homebrew that I have found in both the community and myself. Um... Yeah, Ryan, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, I am Ryan. I am, I guess, the creative director of, of Talking XP as well as our lead editor. So I'm excited that after a couple months of work, of lining all of the stuff up for this project, that we were able to start it. And hopefully you guys can enjoy our journey through Barovia. So, Zach, how about you? Um. Uh, yeah, hi, I'm Zach. I'll be playing Katya in this campaign. And uh, yeah, there's been a lot of build up for this, a lot of work going into it, and super excited to get started. Should be fun. Yep, I think so. Sabrina. Hi, I'm Sabrina. Um, I'll be playing Blair, and I'm also Talking XP's artist. I did all the character art, and yeah, that's me. <laughs> and Joel. Hi, hi. Uh, I'm Joel. I'm going to be playing Johans. He, uh, he's, he's awesome, and uh, I'm just really happy to be here. <laughs> and finally, Sarah. Hi, Internet. I am Sarah. I've been a D&D player for about seven years now, and I'm glad to join the Talking XP team. I'm going to be playing Estella, the Drow Elf Paladin. Right on. Well, with the intros out of the way... Let's talk about the stream itself. Ravenloft Mistfits will be streaming each Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific time, excluding the last Monday of each month, which will be reserved for our one shot of the month, where we will be doing a one shot that we find in the community that we want to highlight. Um, if you haven't yet seen one of them, go ahead and check out our YouTube, where, where we have all of the different one shots ready to be watched in all of their glory. But with that said, please make sure to follow us on Twitch. Subscribe to the channel if you like what you see and participate in chat. We really want to build a great community here around TTRPGs in general. And we would love to hear from you. So with that, if you also stick around, you can earn bits, which we call experience points here. And this XP can be used to give our players some inspiration dice and even force myself, the DM, to re-roll a roll. Um, each player can have up to one inspiration dice at a time. However, the dice can be upgraded, so there's a D4, which can be replaced with a D6, which can then be replaced with a complete re-roll or advantage, if you will. Um, but yeah, go ahead and either save up your bits for that or cheer us on, whatever you want to do. But with that out of the way, we do want to talk about our sponsors for this campaign. Uh, first of all, we would like to thank our main sponsor, which is Roll20. Uh, if you're watching this stream and looking for a way to get together with your friends online, Roll20 is a great answer to that. We've been using it even before we even started talking XP, and we love it. It's a lot of fun, super easy to use, and we're using it for this stream. So 
If you want to check them out, go ahead and check out Roll20.net. And you can type exclamation point Roll20 in the chat if you want a direct link, which is already in the chat. And next, we want to thank Sirenscape for allowing us to use their awesome app that is filled with epic sounds that you are currently hearing right now. The music that is very true mm. to the Barovian experience. If you are interested... They're hearing please. it now. I now had, you I are had hearing Siren, it. I had Sirenscape <laughs> muted, so well, it is now all fixed. Now we have Sirenscape going, and you can hear the awesome music and sounds that are inside of Sirenscape. If you are interested, the links are now in the chat where you can follow our uh, our link. You can also follow our attributions page where we have a list of all of the ones that we are going to be using in this campaign. And yeah, you can just get your own Curse, Curse of Strahd campaign going with, with your own Sirenscape. So anyways, check them out. Next, we have Skull Splitter Dice, who we are affiliated with. We have it's an awesome TTRPG store. You can follow the link in the chat to support our page and get some awesome TTRPG stuff. We even they even have a Metal D100, which I'm gonna have to get. I'm gonna have to get it. But anyways, <laughs> follow the link and go check them out. Can, and we, then we, can are, we just get a, a quick like uh, check on the chat for people who are watching? Um, how how's the connection sounding? Because I, I I keep getting slight uh, interference with Zoom, and I just want to make sure that you guys aren't having hopefully a terrible experience watching, because otherwise we might have to quickly reset. But I, I just want to. Yeah, it looks like some of us are freezing every once in a while. Oh. But I'm, oh. I'm dropping out of seeing the stream on my end. See if that helps. Yes. Hopefully that it will. does. That'd be good. But it sounds like the audio is good. So That's good. Because on my hand <laughs> through Zoom, you kept cutting out every now and then, so Okay. Um, so it sounds it looks like it's sound okay. And then Radical Rectangle says it's not so great on his end. Hi Daniel. <laughs> Alright. Well What's up, bud? <laughs> I think I think we're gonna have to just kinda go with it for now. Yeah. Have to so on. It's first episode, something's <laughs> got to go wrong, right? Yeah. Um, but moving on to our next affiliate, uh, we are affiliated with Phineas Coffee for Gamers. I personally got the Champions Blend, and I have a nice little cup right here. <laughs> and it's really great coffee. You should go and buy a bag there. Uh, you can use the code TALKINGXP all together to get 10% off your order. Everything is in the chat as well, so go ahead and follow that. And lastly, if any of you are a part of an organization or company that want to be involved with Talking XP, hit us up. We have an email, talkingxp at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, and we're open to partnerships. So with that, I want to just start off with a content warning stating that Hey everybody, Curse of Strahd is a horror game. There are going to be topics that may trigger traumatic experiences. We are sorry that that is a thing, but we do recommend that you take care of yourself if something is triggering, and we completely understand and respect if you need to step away. That is totally fine. Make sure to take care of yourself. That's really the biggest issue. So, with that out of the way, 
let's get started. So. Let's see. Let's move on into the next phase of our siren scheme. The part where we die. The part where you die. Eventually. Wait, but All no. right. Wait, hold on. That's, that's also not the <laughs> So, the sounds of leaves rustle and a light wind. Animal sounds echo throughout the forest. Some far, many near. A sense of claustrophobia begins to set in as you realize that your vision is confined to only two feet around you due to the heavy mist it's like standing in a dark room where beasts abound just outside. Each of you uh, have found yourselves wandering in this unknown forest for some way or another. And as each of you wander through the mist, you find an orange glow ahead, pulsing like a heartbeat. As you begin to approach, the mist lessens with each step until it completely dissipates, creating a small sanctuary. However, you all see other figures approaching at the same time, finding this mistless haven. Let's describe what we see. Ryan, would you like to start with describing your character? Yeah, as um, you guys look around the, the group, you notice that one of them is draped in very weathered, worn clothes. Um very tattered um you notice that this this humanoid creature has no shoes of any kind and uh they look very um displaced i guess for lack of better words um and and you can see as you look upon his his skin illuminated by the the firelight here that he has a very pale blue almost ghostly uh complexion with uh fairly white hair um kind of a more of like a silvery white uh that's kind of um matted um and kind of shaggy i guess almost and um i guess i will do this because this makes sense to do it here huzzah um but yeah you see me walking forward with tattered clothing as I kind of cautiously look at you. Perfect. All right. Zach, what do we see on your end? Uh, you see a sort of tall woman in her mid-twenties with long, so like shoulder-cut black hair, uh, armored and cloaked with a sword and shield. <laughs> And she comes forward sort of, you know, um, what's the word? Like, cautious, but but interested, you know. Okay. Sabrina, what do we see coming from your corner? You see a fairly small, uh, petite, uh, ch- not child. Girl uh, with long golden hair and equally as golden eyes. She is dressed in petticoat and uh, regalia looks kind of fancy. Cool hat. 
Um, and she is approaching hesitantly with her halberd at the ready. All right. And Joel. Uh, <clears throat> you see what at first glance appears to be a small child? We got a lot uh, of children on this campaign. Followed by a one-foot-taller <laughs> owl. Uh, but upon closer inspection, it's just a very confused adult halfling uh, who just looks around cautiously at everyone trying to figure out what's going on. And finally, Sarah. Yeah, uh, this tall, at first purple-looking elf woman, but then you realize it's a like high elf with just like sort of black and purple fused into her skin and platinum white hair draped back into intricate braids that fall along the back of her of her middle of her back. Excuse me. <laughs> and um, she's got silvery blue eyes and sort of a dancer's frame underneath a layer of armor with a huge seal of a woman on her shield and um, over her breastplate and um, carrying this big thick bag and um, a little glittering uh, image of on her pendant that you can't quite make out. And she's just looking inquisitively at everyone and her sword blade is glowing out from where her it's sheathed on her hip. So as our motley crew of misfits begin to <laughs> approach this campfire, you find only the sound of the mist going by and trees moving in the wind. You hear crows cawing and every once in a while a wolf howling. You hear the crackling of the fire just in front of you. What do you all do? I I look at everybody else and as you guys kind of gaze on me closer, um, you see that I'm not carrying looks like to be anything on me other than just my clothes on my back and I kind of just look at each of you for forgive me for asking but are you all real I I believe I'm real more importantly what are children doing out here where are your parents are you okay I like I look over at Blair and Johans and I'm like are are you guys all right? Do you need help? <laughs> Oi, I ain't no child. That makes I'm perfectly us, independent. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not a child either. Just, Forgive I'm just me. short, but thank you. That's, that's your, your statue. Um, well. I think we can all lower our weapons. No harm is going to come to us here. We're all just strangers in the dark. Jahaz is going to gesture behind him and the owl just kind of lowers her head. <laughs> yeah, I'll lower my, my sword. I, I kind of keep my distance from everybody still. Um, and you can kind of see that I'm kind of like covering my hands a little bit um, and keeping them very close. My halberd's back at my side and it's a good like foot or so taller than me. Uh, well, <laughs> if we mean each other no harm, my name is Katya. Who are all of you? The name's What One at a time, please. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm Estella. 
Uh, and she'll take a seat at, like, I guess there's like a log in front of the fire. Which is weird. Rest on. There's, (laughs) it looks like this is a campfire that was made prior by somebody else, but is still a roaring fire. It's inviting yet disturbing at the same time. Is is this one of your guys' campsites? Or no, I just saw yeah. it in the distance. Can I take a look around to see if anybody's like off like anybody who would have made this campfire has walked away or would be coming back or anything? <clears throat> Depending on the role, uh either perception or survival. Whichever one you want to do. Okay, I'll do a hot first uh, roll. First, first roll. roll. Yeah. First, first roll. Nat one. Nat one. Let's go. That's a good roll. That's a good That's roll. Good. All right. Pretty good. Um, pretty good yeah. So, kind of looking around, you see that there is signs of people from before. Whoever made this camp is obviously gone. Um, you kind of look at a few of the twigs and broken branches on the ground and see that there is actually a pathway that leads away from the campfire. Can I tell how long ago that was? Like, within a long 18, time ago or not, or like recent? Within 18, you can't really see exactly when. It doesn't look extremely recent, but it doesn't look like ancient, you know? It's not I mean, fresh, it, is what I'm asking. Right, it's not okay. fresh, no. Okay, so I'll, I'll look at that and I'll say, well, whoever made this took off a while ago, they went over there. I like point off at the path. It seems they've been gone for quite some time. I don't know how this fire would keep burning. On, on that cue, I'm gonna walk up to the fire. And I wanna, I don't know, check it, see what's going on. Detect magic, sure. Arcana. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I'll take a seat at the fire. Also, go ahead and do an investigation. We'll say. Yes, sir. Can I give myself help with my owl? <laughs> sure. Why not? I mean, okay, mechanically, cool. yes. <laughs> uh, you said investigation, yeah? Correct. Okay. Wow. Oh, well, didn't even was... need the advantage anyways. Wait, well, I'll um, do it again just in case again. Go for it. Yeah, and, and there it is. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the only, the only yeah. role that could have been better. A natural 20. All right, well. First one of the oh campaign. Oh, my God. So. Woo! Just, Third like, role. Right. Anyways. All right. Man. <laughs> so with that, you are able to figure out that this is definitely a normal fire. Um, it looks like, against what Katya has just said, this wood seems to be freshly put and started. So it's like this camp was here before, oh. but now no longer is uh somebody here okay so it looks like there is a trail that left that is older but it's fresher of a fire pit sorry my attention went somewhere else <laughs> adhd at its finest i understand so basically the the the, the trails in the fire aren't the same age the fire is correct the of the trail it seems to be that way yes it would appear the fire is a little bit newer than the trail you're mentioning how can that be? It doesn't make um, any sense. Yeah, I'm getting notifications on Zoom saying my internet's unstable right now. I don't know why. It's fine. Just roll with it. The show yeah. must go on. As long as, um, as, long as our audio is good, stuff. chat, let us know if the audio ever, like, is unable Unbearable. to be 
heard, you know, yeah, unbearable is the word. At least we have Hopefully captions. Hopefully that helps. <laughs> yeah. We do have captions. Yeah. We have captions. So, anyways. Which you were saying? actually is not working right now. What the heck? Oh, cool. I love it. Oof. We'll get, our, we'll get our second. stuff figured out. <laughs> All right. Should be working now. Yeah, there we go. Sweet. I don't know why it turned off. All right. Um, as you guys are were looking at the fire, um, I was going to walk up and sit down on, on the very edge as far away from the rest of you as I can. Um, my my name is, is Grim. Nice At least I, I think it is. But you think? It's... I, honestly, it's... I, I... Just only remember bits and pieces since I've been in this fog. Or mist, or whatever this is. Well. Take your time, it will come back. Well, since we're all getting acquainted, uh, and Estella would open up her pack and start handing out water or, like, dried meats or fruits to anybody who needs sustenance. I'll politely decline, thank you. He actually <laughs> says that, by the way. <laughs> That's not me. Thank you. No offense, I appreciate it. As you all try to get comfortable, it's almost like the mist knows quickly as you sit and begin to pass around food the fire goes out and you begin to see the rolling mist begin to creep closer and closer to you however Katya you notice this first that trail that you had seen before a doorway a corridor of mist opens up I immediately get up and draw my sword yeah and as you draw your sword it's a stark difference from the silence, at least slight silence, of the forest around you as your sword comes out, kind of sparking a little bit as you bring it around. Sure. Yeah, All of you I, get I, out already. I stand up as well. Yeah, I'm sure I draw everyone's attention to this thing just by what I'm doing, and I don't, I don't say anything. I'm just waiting for what, whatever this entails. So much for a picnic. Still pack everything back. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't think there's going to be much time for picnics out here. I don't think it's going to be wise to stay in this mist. I also don't Can I... like the idea of going down this, this path. I but... certainly do not want to go down this path or through this door. Can I pick up a stick and like throw it through <laughs> the door? Well, it's not a door. It's just like a you corridor. Oh, you meant like Corridor. it's like an arch, like a the... hallway. Man, you really scared the shit out of me. I thought a door not... popped up in the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> like, do, 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 do. Really similes, similes. <laughs> uh, heard... Kingdom Hearts had just heard opened door. Yeah, dude, right. I thought it was like. Right. Dude, my last no, character had is... magic doors popping up all over the place. You got me like confused. It is not a door. Oh, okay, it so it's, an, a... it's a clearing in the mist going down the path. Clearing of the mist well, that continues on. Yeah. My my bad. Um, if it helps, I can I can scout ahead for us if that's necessary. You or your bird? Yes. <laughs> both. Both is good. Um, send it ahead, but I send think it's the wee one we through the move, corridor. Is is this mist kind of <laughs> creeping in on us? You said. Yeah. No. It's like 
So you have the uh, circle of the the campfire, and like the corridor it. opens up to the yeah. left hand side, and the mist is like urging you towards. Right. I don't it's think like we it, have it time to, to scout. Unfortunately, get moving. Follow me, and I'll All I'll right. start walking down and take the lead. I follow. Okay. Yeah. I stand I'll in the t- middle of the group, in the Sounds most good. safe position. Yep. You're right. you're the hot dog in the bun. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> well, I'm proud hot dog. As you come to this road. You find that it is well-traveled. You see wagon wheel tracks cut deep into the ground, along with miscellaneous animal tracks here and there. The mists part even further, revealing a road ahead. The path that you had taken just before seems to be completely um, covered. And you see only one way ahead. Is the mist encompassing us like all around like a sphere around us or is it or, like you no, I think we can, we can see the a... stars say that again it, like is, is the mist covering all around us or can I look up and see the stars uh, it is covering to where you cannot even see the stars no okay. yeah. yeah at that clarification, Estella would like start looking a lot more concerned about pressing onward. Sure. So, as each of you begin to follow this road, you see black pools of water standing like dark mirrors in and around the muddy roadway. Giant trees... Ooh, excuse me. Giant trees loom on both sides of the road like branches clawing at the mist. You travel here for about half an hour until you finally see in front of you this I'm also traveling in in the back um, sure which also so how, how do we want to handle this because right now we're on the role play section sure. no one else can see this oh handout. gotcha right it's, I mean, it's a handout. It, I'm about to describe it. It is okay. jutting from this giant forest on both sides of the road. You see high stone walls looming gray in the fog. Huge iron gates hang from the stonework and dew clings with cold tenacity to the rusted bars. You see two headless statues of armed guardians flanking the gate their heads now lying among the weeds of their feet. They greet you only with silence. And as you approach these gates, heavy groans begin to emanate from these gates as they slowly begin to swing open at your approach. Does this normally happen when you go places? Not typically, no. None of this has been typical. Uh, what do we see beyond the gates? More mist. Uh, and a road. I should have known. Uh, That's not scary at all. Any better ideas than moving forward? Uh, I mean, we could go back, but... I like look at the mist and I'm like I'm, I don't know that's a good idea I'll take my chances where I can see I think we go forward Yeah, but the strong people go first 
<laughs> yeah, I'll I think start. I, I go forward. All right, I start all marching. Right. I think I agree because I've I've been wandering there by myself for weeks now. Better inside a kingdom than outside. Let's go. So, as you all begin to enter these gates, you hear the heavy groans once again. As you see the gates behind you closing. Well, that's Ahead, not a good sign. You find towering <laughs> trees whose tops are lost in the heavy gray mist, which block out all but a deathly gray light. The tree trunks are unnaturally close to one another, and the woods have the silence of a forgotten grave, yet exude the feeling of an unvoiced scream. As you continue down this road, you catch the scent of death in the air, which leads you to a human corpse, half buried in the underbrush about 15 feet off the road. I am drawn to it almost sure. instinctually, and I, I don't know why, but you watch as as Grim kind of slowly walks forward, kind of like head starting to tilt a little bit as he looks down and he kind of kneels down next to it and kind of raises out his hand and, and kind of holds it out just above it and then kind of turns his hand kind of around and kind of looks at it and kind of just is silent. You can see you did, that buddy? as you approach, this young man seems to be a commoner. His clothes are muddy and torn and raked with claw marks. Crows can seem I... to have been at the body, and it's surrounded by paw prints. Can I I see maybe how long this has sure. lasted? Sure, go ahead and medicine gonna, check. I would like to help him. Sure. Um, what would you like? Medicine. Okay. Huzzah! Fifteen. You can clearly see that this person has been dead for several days. Um, and one of the things that you kind of find as you search the body looking for wounds and how recent it is, you do see a crumpled up envelope in his hand. I um, go to reach for it, and then I kind of stop myself as I am about to touch the body, and then I retract my hand. And then I, after a moment, go ahead and reach down and grab the envelope from them. Okay. Well, you reach the envelope, and you find inside a crumpled-up piece of paper reading... Hail thee of might and valor. I, the burgomaster of Barovia, send you honor with despair. My adopted daughter, the fair Irina Koliana, has been these past nights bitten by a vampire. For over 400 years, this creature has drained the lifeblood of my people. Now, my dear Irina languishes and dies from an unholy wound caused by this vile beast. He has become too powerful to conquer. So I say to you, give us up for dead and encircle this land with the symbols of good. Let holy men call upon their power that the devil may be contained within the walls of weeping Barovia. Leave our sorrows to our graves 
and save the world from this evil fate of ours. There is much wealth entrapped in this community. Return for your reward after we are all departed for a better life. Kolyan Indirovich, Burgomaster. You see a bit of... A spittle of blood over the letter as well. This doesn't bode well. Did you read that out loud to the rest of us? I was, was going to ask the same thing, yeah. Uh, I would have slowly read it out loud, yeah. Okay. It's typical this place would be plagued by the vampire menace. Of course... Can, can I roll to see what I know about it? Vamp- vampires? Sure. Um, go ahead and do a history check. History check. Can I give myself a... <laughs> and well, I was, no. was going to no, attempt joking. to assist. Sure, uh, sure. Uh, that's a 22. 22. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> you got uh, it. Just, no, it was a 9. Anyway, what do I know? So, I'm assuming... You know of vampires. Um, though... You know that they are undead. You know that they are blood-sucking creatures that feast on people in the night. You know that they are most likely weak to sunlight. But you've never seen it written like that before, with the why. So it's kind of interesting. Um, Sus. Yeah. You've never encountered one in your days, by any okay. means, but Makes you do sense. know that yeah. they are dangerous. Katya kind of puffs up, and she looks, like, visibly disgusted and kind of, like, mad. And she just says, like, come, if there's, a, if there's a menace to be taken care of, let's have at it. And I just turn, and I start walking down the path again. Seems a little bit more complicated than just a menace, but... I agree with her. We should move on. Mm. I, is there anything else um, that is near this body right here? Or Other than the left? paw prints and pieces of flesh that have fallen off. Nothing. This is the only thing he was carrying? Seems to be that way. Okay. At least it was the only thing that was left. <laughs> okay. Um, as I'm holding like the, the envelope um, in my hand, I'm looking down and you guys all notice that it's starting to emanate light from it and I'm like looking at it weirdly uh um this is do you think like this normally happen as well I I I don't think I've ever seen I mean I don't really know much I guess but I want to I want to look at his hand and see what the hell is going on you definitely see. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know, Johnny. What you? What no, you no check needed. I mean, you're taking a okay. look at his hand. What? Do you, unless you're trying to do something. Specific. Yeah, I'm, no, trying I'm, to, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to see like this is magic or this is something that I recognize. Do an Arcana check. Yeah. I'll 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 do. I, I I would imagine he probably would recognize. It looks like it's a light spell that I just cast, just not yeah. knowingly. Okay. Sure. As this this I want to just, just take characters. So just, yeah. Uh, well, it, it looks like you're casting magic there, friend. Magic? I mean... 
Okay. Um, a, one thing, one thing at a time, I guess. Uh, so you are okay. a caster. Interesting. You have some latent within you, and Estella um, would raise her right hand, and three little dancing lights start to appear as the cantrip spell. Like, I can do it too. And she'll send the lights forward to kind of illuminate the 15-foot area. Sure. All right. We all um, I kind of just cross my arms and I, I kind of have the lit up envelope underneath my, my arms or my, my armpit you, now. You, you can will it to go away. It, um, it's quite all right. Yeah, um, I Do guess. Do not be uh, ashamed. Light, light will be quite useful for us in here, it seems. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll be working. I guess I'll try to figure this out. Um, Are you cold? But... Um, no, I, I don't think so. Um, okay. I, I know, uh, I'm not dressed very nicely, but it's yes. just what You're I have. Barefoot. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, oh. I, I don't think we should stay here much longer though. Does, does the corpse have shoes by the way? The corpse does have shoes, yeah. It's all, I'm like, ripped take, up, though. Uh, oh, the shoes are ripped up? Oh. The, the whole oh. body is, like, ripped up. It's... Oh. I, I, it's been I have enough day. gold to pay someone if we can procure our way to a shop. Like, we'll, we'll take care of Mr. Crow. I mean, you don't, I don't you don't have to do look, that. This doesn't look like the kind of place where we'll find that merry-go-lucky shopkeeper, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> is well, the mist... in the morn. Entrapping us still as we're standing here. It seems to have backed off a little bit. I'm like, I'm like a few steps ahead, like trying to get people to like move. Yeah, we're walking, we're talking. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, we we were probably heading out. There's nothing to be found out here. We should keep moving. So, as you continue down this road, rain begins to fall even heavier, and the mist begins to return. Nearly a mile ahead, you begin to see the outlines of buildings. A village. The first sign of life that you had actually seen since arriving here, other than yourselves. However, as you march on, the dense mist surrounds your group once again. And a few moments pass until you begin to hear quite sobbing of a child nearby. As you approach this sound, you see the outline of a tall manor standing just outside of the front door. You see a little girl handing, holding the hand of a younger boy. He holds mm. a small doll in his hand and cries into it. And the little girl seems to be attempting to soothe the boy, but it doesn't seem to be taking any hold. And as you approach, she looks to each of you and says, um, Hello? Uh, are you here to help us? No, this, we're not this, falling for this one again. I am Hello. using Luna's wing to keep me a little bit drier. She's like, sure, sure. I kind of also similar to the body. I'm slowly kind of like drawn to it. And I don't know why. As I kind there's, of push past everybody, but like keeping my distance between everybody. There's a there's a monster in our home. <laughs> It's taken our parents down to the basement. I, we're too sad 
scared to go in and help, but you would would you be able to help? So, the, so these ones are actually children this time. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, this, this 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 time. I thought you were children. I was mistaken. You're very oh, small. But right. these these small ones, they're oh. children. It. Yes, we are children. No. Your your parents, yes. you said, are in, in the basement? Yes, parents. a monster took them down there. We were only able to get out just in time before they grabbed us, too. Okay. What kind of monster? I don't know. I couldn't there. see. I was I was too busy trying to get me and Thorn out and you can see the the little boy kind of taking his eyes out of his doll to look at each of you and then <laughs> going back and oh. crying into the doll. Okay, at this point, Estella would have raised her shield to kind of be like an umbrella, and she'll kneel sure. down in front of the kids, like, all right, Thorn, nice to meet you, and what's your name, darling? He looks up and back into his doll, and the other one, my name is Rose, Rose of Alta. Rose, all right. You said there's a big scary monster. We're yes. the type of people that get rid of monsters. You are? And, Do you hear that, yes. Thorn? They're gonna take care of the monster. You and he looks the, up. Really? Yeah. The and I she'll mean, move her hair to show her amulet of Illustray, the drow goddess of the moonlight. My goddess believes in sh- sharing warmth and merriment with the world, and slaying oh. those that would harm others. So, if your parents are in, in deed of grave danger, then we need to first make sure you two are safe. And then we can take care of the bad monster. Is there anywhere near the, where you can stay? Oh, we can we can stay. And they point over to a small, separate house. Uh, seems to be stables. And all right, um, we can stay, stay in there. Okay, stay with the horses. Be very quiet if you can. Of course. If you need water or food, I have some in my bag, and we will take care of your parents. We just ate. So we're okay, but, um, okay. And you see as they begin to turn around and make their way over towards the stable, they give a quick glance behind them to look at each of you. Thank you. Wait, hold on. Wait a second. I'm not a big fan of the whole fighting monsters thing, but, um, Luna, can you go with the kids and just screech really hard if anything goes down, please? (laughs) And you see Luna, this snow owl, full size, one foot higher, taller than me, just waddle. <laughs> and just kind of stand there looking at them like, uh, okay. Sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll, as she stands back up, would offer her arm for the bird to perch on. Sure. While all this was happening during the entire conversation and talking to the children, you see that Grim went on from looking at the children to kind of just looking at like the upper stories of this this house mansion thing sure. and just kind of looking at it uh, not necessarily intimidated but just kind of I'll almost up. absently like staring through it in a way like not staring through it but like kind of just like dead staring at it I'm gonna a long stare come up next to him and kind of examine the house too and I'll ask, do you see anything particular? I... I don't think so, I just... 
I get a... a weird feeling... Mm. staring at it. I, I know a lot of this world is strange to you, but if you notice anything unusual, don't be afraid to voice it, okay? We can use your insight. Will do. Or perhaps I can shed a different light on things. And she'll get the cantrip dancing lights to go down, unsheathe her short sword, and say, Ethelden, and it starts glowing a vibrant moonlit purple along the runes on the blade. I find this is a bit more illuminating in darker spaces. And yeah, and it's like she'll a start torch going lighted. forward like it's a, yeah, like a torch. Well, you all stand just in front of this house. You see a wrought iron gate with hinges on one side and a lock on the other fills this archway of a stone portcullis. Port portico, sorry. The gate is unlocked and its rusty hinges shriek as you open the gate. Oil lamps hang from this portico ceiling by chains flanking a set of oaken doors that open into a grand foyer behind. Hanging on the south wall of this foyer is a shield emblazoned with a coat of arms, which is a stylized golden windmill on a red field. Oops. Flanked yeah. by a framed portrait of a stony-faced aristocrat, uh, aristocrat and the mahogany-framed double doors are set with panes of stained glass and lead deeper within this manner, it would seem. I'll take guard. And she'll step forward towards the door. Alright. And, and would you like me to put a torch icon or or icon to Nope, it's all good. No okay. worries. Uh so, I I'm gonna I'm gonna whisper to um Blair. I'm gonna say, Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to your back for a second and I I'm gonna grab hold and I'm going to look through uh Luna's eyes just while we're walking into the sure. into the mansion just keeping an eye out on things over there <laughs> looking into Luna's eyes you see that um, the kids are currently just kind of watching you from the side like it's kind of weird seeing yourself on the other end of your, your familiar's eyesight mm -hmm. um, but you do see that they're kind of just cowering behind one of the doors watching you enter seems to be safe um. So was was Blair and and Johans going next? Then after Estella. Okay. Yeah, I'll wait to take up the rear. Cool. Yeah, I was gonna gotcha. say I was gonna go between them and yeah and Katya. Katya sounds good. Um. And uh, before we enter, I, I turn around to to Katya again. It's like um. I, th I think I think I figured it out, and I I raise my hand out to your shield. You have a shield, right? Mm-hmm. I kind of hold it up for you, and um, I kind of like close my eyes for a second, and I as I open them this time, you see as my eyes go from my like almost bluish, silvery gray eyes to being like not solid black, but like 
kind of black and you see as my hair kind of like yeah kind of smoky and you see my hair kind of fluff up a little bit and you see as my hand illuminates light from it and touches your shield and now your shield is lit up as as he has his hand up on the shield you see as like your your vision all of you together kind of like goes a little bit dark like silhouetted a little bit and the light seems to be cast no issue hey i think i i did it i did it you did it bravo um i high five hopefully you're okay with that no, this will be quite as you helpful. as you Thank as you. you go to high five me. I quickly move my hand and oh. kind of like tuck it. It's like <laughs> I, I I don't think you should do that. Okay, uh, air air five. Um, it's it's a friendly I, thing. Okay. Okay. I, just whatever you do, I, I don't 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 touch me. Oh, um, you don't like being touched. That's perfectly fine. Um, That's okay. I, I, it's not in your it's, best interest. I think it's cool. It's cool. No worries. Go on, and I like turn around, make sure no one's like nothing's coming up or following us or anything, and sure. wait for everybody to go inside. Yeah, go ahead and do a perception check. Love it. Why is my perception so bad? Six. It seems to. I mean, there's mist everywhere. It's even hard to see the stables at this point since you're getting closer to the house. Um, but it doesn't seem like anything's like approaching you soon by any means mm-hmm. so you all enter into this house and opening the mahogany double doors in front of you you find a wide hall which runs the width of this house with a black marble fireplace at one end and a sweeping red marble staircase at the other mounted on the wall just above the fireplace you see a long sword with a windmill cameo worked into the hilt The wood-paneled walls are ornately sculpted with images of vines, flowers, nymphs, and satyrs. Because I'm still looking through Luna's eyes. You're just dragging him along. (laughs) Yeah, I... Oh yeah, I I say out loud to tap me in the shoulder or something to to let me know if there's trouble. Because they don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> sure, sure. And just kind of explain it, just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Happening. And you can, yeah, yeah you can just wizards. explain it to, yeah, telepathically. Yeah. yeah. We all know what, what? Spider Miller does. I don't really need to explain it. <laughs> you find multiple doors that have yet to be opened. What would you all like to do? Well, we're searching for the basement. We start opening doors. All right. Where would you like to go first? There are four doors at the at the northern end and one door at the southern end, along with the staircase that goes up to the next floor. So Blair's going to walk into the room, take a look around, and then she's going to uh, reach behind her, grab Johan's arms and walk to this door here. Okay. Going to the southern door... You open up this into this room where you find seems to be a den of some sort. This oak paneled room looks like a hunter's den. Mounted above the fireplace is a stag's head 
and positioned around the outskirts of the room were three stuffed wolves. Two padded chairs draped in animal furs faced the hearth with an oak table between them, supporting a cask of wine. Two carved wooden goblets, a pipe rack, and a candelabrum stand on this desk as well. A chandelier hangs above a cloth-covered table surrounded by four chairs, and two cabinets stand against the walls, one to the east with a visible lock on its handle, and the other to the north, no lock present. As I was going to say, as we stand and kind of look into this room, I kind of just look around the rest of this house. Seems as if the sense of death just surrounds this place. I don't like it. Neither do I, but... I'm not any more comfortable are. here than you are. Yeah, we're here to save some children. Possibly the parents, if they're still kicking. Uh, may I make perception to see if we hear anything, signs of struggle on the floor... Like, sure, yeah. There'll probably be more investigation. No perception. I would or say perception. you're you're kind of getting down onto the onto the ground and trying to listen in. Um, ah, yeah, it's fudge. you can't hear anything on the ground. It seems completely yeah. solid. The floors and walls are too thick. We'll just have to go in everywhere. Okay. Is well, the house lit or so lit? So lit. <laughs> Um, well, between the shears and the sword, we're we're okay. In here, you can only you can only see the light that is emanating from Katya's shield and Estella's sword. Doesn't then seem to I, be lit. I am going to add to that since me and Johan are going though. somewhere else. I'm going to do light cantrip on my halberd, so it's going to be like a giant light stick. Sweet. Sounds good. Nice. Yeah, you guys are all super lit right now. We're, so lit. Um, lit. <laughs> um, if it doesn't look like that room leads to anywhere, I'm going to open up this door up top. Well, first off, Blair, is there anything that you want to do in this room as you open it up and find all of this in here? Um, I would probably go to... We'll start with the desk on the north to see if there's any notes or anything. Sure. I'll, I'll walk in that room as well. You find that this one is the one that is uh, visibly locked. Uh, it is a cabinet, even though the the map kind of looks like it's a desk. It is a cabinet along with the one to the left-hand side of the map as well. Okay. Would I be able to forcibly open it? <laughs> Absolutely you can. Let's get a strength check. And I, I'll start examining that that um, cabinet on the, the left side as well. Sure. Uh, with a 10 strength, unfortunately, as you kind of try and pry it open, the lock seems to be too strong for you to break it. You could try and attack it. I mean, it's wood. But unfortunately, you're not able to break it open with your bare hands. Um, uh, Grim, sorry. You take a look at the one on the left-hand side. Uh, inside of here, you can see that there is a small box that, as you kind of open it, you find a deck of playing cards and an assortment hmm. of wine glasses. 
seems to be the party box for when it actually got lit here. <laughs> Gotta have a party box, uh, Andy. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I haven't seen anything going on with kids or Luda, right? Like, Nothing. during this entire time? No. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop the thing then, and I'm gonna look, okay. take a look. I wanna look at the wolves, uh, the stuffed wolves, if I can. Sure. Like, uh, investigation. Okay. Uh, I wanna put my... Natural Damn. 20. Serious. Natural 20. 26. All right. Beautiful. Nice. So the most useless natural 20 I've ever had. <laughs> you can tell that they are stuffed. They are, what's the word? Taxidermied. Taxidermied. Um, along with the stag's head that's above the hearth, all of this seems to be... Whoever had lived here seemed to have been a hunter, and these are their trophies. Do I recognize this as a species native to wherever it is I'm from? Or like yeah, just yeah. Not, 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 not the world, but the region that I was in. No, I get you. Um it it doesn't look stark, like in a stark difference, like drastically different from any type of wolves that you've seen. It does have some different features. Um, I'm not going to get into evolution and why <laughs> different places have different things, but yes, there are certain differences that you do see in this type of wolf that like the, the coat is thicker and the fangs are longer. We'll say I gotta, I gotta you footsteps in the sound is just freaking with me the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you say, uh, that this obviously it looks like some kind of hunting room where the trophies are. Are there any like daggers or, or hunting knives it looks like in this room like on display or do a perception anything. check there was that sword earlier there was yeah. a long sword that was in like the foyer wasn't it correct oh. 22 perception nice. um as as you hear blair pulling the the lock on the cabinet you do hear a clink 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 on the inside of that cabinet that seems to be some sort of metal I would, I would try to open well, that. Well, I uh, I figured everyone's looking at other things, the silent shuffling, of, and you just hear thwack as I yeah, start yeah, yeah. hitting the... <laughs> sure. Let's see uh, Let's see an attack roll. 22 to hit for 10 damage. Jeez. All right. Like that that thing <laughs> comes clean off as you just poof, slam into the, the wooden cabinet. All of you get startled as you see a halberd just deep inside of this. Hey, um, this is in our stuff. I come running into the room, like, are you all okay? Yeah, I, I, like, I turn around and everybody cast magic. As that happens, you see weapons fall onto the ground, seeming to be hunter weapons of some sort. Uh, you see three small knives that will be used as daggers. Uh, you see leather armor. You see a heavy crossbow, a light crossbow, a hand crossbow, and 60 bolts. <laughs> um, okay. Um, well, you know, sure. The first time for everything, I guess. Um, I go over there and I guess I, I kind of look at the daggers and um, then I look at the 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 leather armor and I'm kind of like trying to figure out what to start with um 
And then I, I slowly start putting on the leather armor over my super tattered clothing. Yep. Like, well. Yeah. So does the so leather armor will... have boots? The leather armor does <laughs> not have boots. No. Not Still this time. bootyless. Still barefoot. Damn. <laughs> Still no booties. Um. But you now have armor, leather armor, and you now have three daggers and. There is a heavy crossbow, light crossbow, and a hand crossbow left with 60 bolts to do with what you will. Um, I'll pick up the light crossbow as well. Are we going to awesome. be uh, out of out of character? Are we going to be... Uh, what's the word? Are we going to keep an eye on how many bolts we have? Like, taking care of that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm keeping track of the loot. I, I don't keep track of how many you shoot. Because that's just I, boring. I think it's D&D. just kind of assumed <laughs> that you pick them all up after combat. Yeah, that's, unless that's how we've always done it. Unless I say, "Hey, you ass. break one because of a cool thing that you do, or something like that." Yeah. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> okay. There are games that that matters. Not in this one. Not for me. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as this is happening in the den, Estelle is going to go back to the wall and try to take the longsword to investigate sure. it. Sure. Taking it off, it has a really very decorative hilt. It seems more for decoration than anything else, though. It it could work, um, mm-hmm. but it just doesn't seem to be like a warrior's blade by any means. Yeah. But more it is a long ceremonial. sword. Yeah. yeah. It like, is a long sword gonna, if you wanted to add that. Yeah. She's just going to slap it on her back in case anybody needs it. Sweet. I'll, um, and you do so. I'll take that heavy if no one's going to grab it the crossbow by the way the crossbow goes onto your back with 20 yep. bolts I, i'll take I, that i will probably take the light crossbow actually if that's fine with everyone else or did grim, grim want it grim took oh, the I, was, I was taking the, the light crossbow there is oh, a hand yeah. one. there's a hand one though uh, as well oh there was a hand crossbow yeah, yeah there are three so, oh, so well, heavy I, light and hand crossbow i don't I, I don't think i can use the hand crossbow I think everybody can use hand crossbows. I think mm, they're, they're martial weapons. weapons. Oh, they're, they're martial weapons? Yeah. I, I, Dude, I, I, there's I, a lot of things I, that would be surprising to you. Here's what's up. I actually up. have from proficiency specifically on light crossbows. Okay, here. Take literally. Take my light crossbow that I already have. I'll take the heavy there and the go. hand, and it'll be it'll be good that way. Um, uh, go into the compendium. One of the greatest things about Roll20 is that you can go into the compendium and you can just drag and drop into your character sheet and it adds it like that. It's awesome. This is usually so where I'd say hashtag not sponsored, but we are sponsored. <laughs> hashtag we sponsored. are sponsored. <laughs> hashtag totally are. sponsored. Check it. So, as you all gather everything from this room, Katya, you wanted to open uh, up this door? Yeah, I'm going to come back up and open this door up top. Awesome. That is so easy. I love as that. You, so I know, good. it's great. It's so awesome. And it even okay. adds an attack that you could just click on after that, too. Yeah, I saw. That means just did it all. Yeah. So, Sorry, Katya, <laughs> as you open up this door, you find a small closet. It's filled with a coat rack, and at the top, you find a very stylish top hat. There are. Several black cloaks hanging from the hooks on the walls as well. So this is like, okay, this is just a, a co-closet. Correct. Um, 
boring. I'm, I move over to the next door and open now. <laughs> All right. And so as you make your way can into I, can this I Can I pause room? real quick? I go sure. to the coat closet. I, I look around. Are there any shoes? <laughs> roll for shoes. Roll for How shoes. You roll? I do say you might want a coat. It It is chilly out here. Roll a d20. Let's All see right. if there's shoes there. Um... There are no oh, shoes there. On. A natural, natural one for shoes. First one, first natural one, and it's wow. just to see if you can find shoes. I hope you're barefoot for the whole campaign and That's you no, cannot no. find shoes. It's, no matter it's what the way it happens. So good. It. So good. Okay. Well, uh, after you hear the slight <sighs> from Grim just next to you, Katya, you open this door to find inside a dining room. The centerpiece of this wood-paneled dining room is a carved mahogany table surrounded by eight high-back chairs with sculpted armrests and cushioned seats. You see a crystal chandelier hanging above the table, which is covered with resplendent silverware and crystalware. It's polished to a dazzling shine. Mounted above the marble fireplace is a mahogany-framed painting of an alpine veil. <coughs> The wall paneling is carved with elegant images of deer among the trees, and red silk drapes over the covered windows and tapestry depicting hunting dogs and horses. Horse-mounted aristocrats chasing after a wolf hangs from an iron rod bolted to the south wall. Sorry, what was that last part about an iron bolt? You find a tapestry depicting hunting dogs and a and horse-mounted aristocrats chasing after a wolf that hangs on the right-hand side of the map. Okay, but that's and that is the paintings. The same. There's a painting and a tapestry, there, or the tapestry is there is a painting framed. over the fireplace on the left of Got the it. alpine forest. Okay, and then on the right-hand side there I'm is that looking hunting dogs. Got it. I got confused because you said south, but it's on the right side. Right. Um, I just right. So south is to the right. Correct. Okay. That's. I'm gonna try as hard as I can just to say right, left, up, and down because no, that's fine. That's. I'm just so used to north being up that I yeah, got. I, know. I got turned I know. around. My bad. Yeah. Okay. No, good. Um. Cool. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna come investigate this tapestry. Okay. Go ahead I'll and do... walk into this room now as well and kind of sure. just look around. Not for anything, just to be in there with him. I'll probably push into, like, the middle of the group for protection. <laughs> sure, sure. I'm about to walk up behind... Oh, wait, no, you're going in there. Never mind. I'm following um, Estella. As you make your way up to the tapestry, you take a look at, you know, the, the fine details and... As you get closer, you begin to see that the wolves begin to turn into people. And then you, like, shake your head, and it's back to wolves. You okay, Katya? Grim, come here for a second. Johans, too. C come here. Come look at this. Oh, that, that's me. All right. I, so. like, I point at the wolf, and I'm like, what do you see? Wolf. What do I see? Do just I roll see. for this or do I just say a wolf? No, it's just a wolf. I see a Looks wolf. Looks like a goddamn wolf to me. 
Hmm. I don't know if that bodes well or not. We just, did, I just what did you see? I saw it change. The wolf Can changed I... into a man and changed back. You did not see this. Like a werewolf? I suppose I feel, so. I feel like... Yeah. But like... In in the why do I know that? Uh, can I do like a check to see if it's like a magical tapestry of some kind? Um, or if there's like a or like if there's like a trigger that makes it change colors or something like that. I don't know. To actually see magic, you would have and to cast like detect, detect magic, mm-hmm. but. Go ahead and do an Arcana check, and based off of that, I'll I'll let you know a piece of information. Um, nah. you've heard of like illusions, maybe. I don't know. Could be, a, could be an illusion. Yeah. Blair and Estella, as you're yeah. standing out here, Estella, you're opening up this door to the right. Yeah, as her one hand's on the door, one hand's on the sword. I'd like to ping divine sense for the first time. Sure, sure. You open up your your senses to see whether there are any celestials, fiends, or undead near you. 60 feet. Two pings. Three pings. Oh. Um. All right. Two of them come from Katya, Grim, and Blair. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I look however, to as you're the- as you're t- getting this sense, yeah. you hear coming from the den. <laughs> huh? Uh, Katya, we may need to fall back for a moment. This. There's an odd growl coming back from the room you were just in. Well, I'm not caught yet, but we could go back oh, and sorry. Try. Sorry, Blair. <laughs> Pardon. I'll learn. I will learn. Takes me a while to learn a new song, but I'll learn. Uh, but yeah, she'll go ahead and take a five foot step around to gear up in case something sure. comes launching out of the room. You get yourself ready. Want to like brace behind the door to like. Sure. Do I, ready hear, yourselves do, I, do I hear the sound outside? You guys or... don't. Uh, that door is okay. still closed. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, because... Or I guess, I guess it would have been open. One. I guess it would have been open. I'm sure you guys would have came around. Um, but... Nothing happens. Hmm. That's my fine tapestry right there. I just see everybody like. Mm. <laughs> We're just admiring. Okay. <laughs> that's a, that's so this I reminds me of my favorite artist, Van Gogh. <laughs> they can use use of dark colors to accentuate the white fur of the. I'm gonna walk over to the the what bleh, north side of the room. Um, if, was that you say that was like a fireplace type Correct. furnace type thing? Yeah. Does it go up at all or down or is it just kind of like a stationary thing? You're looking at the chimney. Well, I'm, I'm kind of just looking. I'm just looking at it, like the the outside of it first, and then I was going to progress, kind of just inspecting. So it looks like a regular hearth. Um, it looks right. like there's a fireplace, and yes, there does seem to be a chimney. Um, but just above the hearth, which like the top of the hearth that stands maybe around five feet, six feet, um, you see a painting of an alpine veil. 
As you kind of look up, you see bats <laughs> flutter through it, and then you blink and it's gone. These pictures are moving, I think. Uh, so you see it too now. Uh, this one over here had bats flying through. Mm-hmm. I, I imagine gonna... that's not common as well for paintings to move. No, they should not be doing that. Nothing. Can I sort of look behind Nothing. this tapestry? Can I like, pull it up? Sure. Take a look Regular behind wall. it. Regular wall. Mm, I do not like this place. All right. Um, Estella just kind of goes tense, seeing like nothing happened, nothing came out of the den, and just kind of raises her voice. All right, either someone is pulling a funhouse pranks on us, or there's other magic afoot. I can't quite pinpoint it. But from what I can tell, we all have different skills that are going to help. Let's gather back up. What? Can I peek into this room? Just from around the corner of the door? Yeah. And as you do, nothing happens. You find the room exactly the way you left it, with the broken-ass cabinet on the ground and unmoving We'll blame the monster. Wolves. Can I go through this door instead of going around? I'm just gonna sure. Come through here. Well, it was it was oh, open anyways. It was. But okay. Yes. Yeah. So as I step out into the room, I'm gonna move there. <laughs> just cool. into the middle just, of the group. Yeah, again. you're making sure that you're in the Protect middle of everybody. Protect the squishy. Protect yeah. the squishy. We're we're looking but for I'm stairs. To, I'm trying to be subtle and smooth about it. I'm just like, okay, what's <laughs> yeah, everyone doing? Yeah. Did Did anybody yeah. find stairs going down? Uh, not yet. Hmm. Well, these stairs look like they go up, so... Well, let's, let's try the ground floor before we go up, and then I'll, I'll come up and open this door. Sweet. It's As you make your way into here, you find it is a kitchen. Oh. Uh, that is not a toilet. Uh, I thought that was a toilet, <laughs> it for is, sure. It is an <laughs> oven. Um, inside of here, it is a tidy kitchen with dishware. I was dishware. about to pee in the oven for real. Right. <laughs> Uh, it's a kitchen that is very tidy with dishware, cookware, and utensils neatly placed on shelves, a work table that has a cutting board and a rolling pin atop it, and a stone dome-shaped oven stands near the top Debatable. wall. It's bent iron stovepipe connecting to a hole in the ceiling, and behind the stove you see to the left is a thin door leading to a, what you can tell just as it's slightly ajar, a well-stocked pantry. Is, is this a door I'm meant to see as well? Yes. Okay. You do right. see a small dumbwaiter. Oh. Yeah. Well, teeny dumbwaiter. I'll call back. Okay. <laughs> There's... You now have disadvantage on your next ability check oh, just because of that. You, you made the mistake of picking me because it's my joke. Yeah, all right, never mind. I just, I peek my head and I say, I found the kitchen and another way to go up if you would prefer. And I come back um, out. What's the just way to go Just staring at Johan. So I just like, look. I say, it should be able to fit either one of you. And I like look over at Blair too. Uh, but does it fit the halberd? Afraid not. We could send it up after. <laughs> <sighs> I 
Well, uh, uh I don't I'm, know that I'm would be... I'm saying it's a bad idea, however. I'm not particularly fond of small spaces that take me away from the light. I think it would be best if we stick together for the time being. Smart words, I, to be I agree. I agree. We should listen to that. I think if if we do run into anything that might be dangerous, like the monsters, I think having more of us for would sure. be best. I Stella, agree. would you like to take the lead, or should I? Yeah, since we can't find a way down yet, then maybe there's something up on the the further levels. She'll cross over and. Okay. So you all begin to ascend the stairs. I'm gonna, as we walk up the okay. stairs as well, uh, I'm going to uh, cast I'm just light. Where, 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 yeah, the boot are you going up the stairs right now? <laughs> what? No, I, I'm gonna cast light on on my one of my daggers. Or sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So you're holding it out, kind of like a torch, just in front yeah. of you, mm-hmm. and you find. How many lights can you have going at once? You can have as it many just, as you want. I yeah. Think. Oh really? It's, just, oh, okay. it's, cool. it's not a concentration. No, it's not, it's not a concentration. Okay. Yeah, I lights not even a concentration. It lasts for an torch, hour. But sick. Yeah. I'll keep my yeah, light shield sweet. then. Yeah. Okay. So here, light my spell book. <laughs> can you? Yeah. Are you are you a caster as well? Is that what this this is? Oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah. You can't I cast light not, yourself? I, uh, I'm a master of different types of magic. Not um, everyone does the same thing. This is what happens I, when everyone kind of outshines me at this particular moment. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, shine up your book with uh, a casting of, of light. I think cool. I'm getting kind of good at this. Um, You're doing mighty fine. You're gonna light up this whole fucking house. <laughs> Just walking by <laughs> each of the things of light. 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 So, as you ascend these stairs, you find unlit oil lamps are mounted on the walls of this elegant hall. Hanging above the mantelpiece just ahead, you see a wood-framed portrait of a family, which you can clearly see in a small uh, plaque just underneath, the Durst family. Durst? Just on Durst, D-U-R-S-T. Sorry, Johnny. Durst. To correct your your description, as we walk to this floor, um, I mean, are, are the lamps along? That was terrifying. You hear you hear from one of the doors yeah. to the left, <laughs> or actually to the bottom. You hear a sharp musical instrument sound. Uh, um. As we walk up these stairs, did you say that the lamps are on the stairs as well? Um, no. Okay. They're they're only up in this upper area. Up in the hall, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I'll I'll follow people as what they're doing, but my my plan would be as we fill in this area to start lighting those little lamps with light. Um, as you do, you find that this portrait is of the Durst family, Gustav, Elizabeth Durst, and their two smiling children just in front of them, Rose and Thorn, along with a small pup. Fred. Gustav does not have a smile, and you can see a hint of scorn 
in Elizabeth's eyes, looking towards him. Standing suits of armor flank these wooden doors on the bottom and top of the map. And each suit of armor clutches a spear and a visored helmet shaped like a wolf's head. Dope. The doors are carved with dancing youths, and you see that the red marble staircase that had started on the first floor continues its upward spiral with a cold draft coming down. And and the the keyboard came from this room. This right here? bottom this bottom oh, place. Mm. Um yeah. as soon as that painting comes into view, I'm gonna stare like <laughs> keep eyes on it, watch for any changes. I'm just gonna stare at this painting. Sure. Do a perception for... check. Uh, yeah. I'm keeping an eye out. Eighteen. Nice. Eighteen. Better. Nothing seems to move. I see Katya looking at this painting. I never knew you were such an art lover. (laughs) I'm liking it less and less every minute. All right. I'm looking at these, these suits of armor that are here. Almost like intrigued. Like... Like the bodies as well, and and the house I was looking at earlier, kind of just a long stare. I'm just looking at them. Um. And um. I'm going to. Um, use one instance of eyes of the grave. Why not? Sure. As I kind of just, my eyes kind of light up again, and. <laughs> It almost happens through instinct as I'm looking. Sure. And you see just next to you something pop up as you see Katya. Very faint. Mm Mm-hmm. Nothing else. Okay. Learning so much about everybody. (laughs) Well, I'm not one to wait around for the boogeyman, and (coughs) she's going to try that door that had the noise. As you do, you hear the music, musical instrument start again. And then as you open, it goes away. Inside of here, away from the door. Inside of here, you find a conservatory. You find gossamer drapes cover the windows of this elegantly appointed hall, which has a brass-plated chandelier hanging from the ceiling. Upholstered chairs line the wall, and stained glass wall hangs hangings, sorry, <clears throat> and stained glass wall hangings depict beautiful men, women, and children singing and playing instruments. You can see a harpsichord with a bench rests in the bottom left corner of this map. And near the fireplace, you see a large standing harp. Alabaster figurines of well-dressed dancers adorn the mantelpiece. Charming. She'll walk further in. Again, second paying of divine sense. Sure. As you do bring out your senses... You don't see anything out of the ordinary. Did anybody hear that? You hear as a bottle falls down from the first floor. 
Wait, it was that a DM joke or was it like a legitimate thing? No, that was that was a joke. Okay, because okay. I was about to run to the other side of the room. <laughs> <laughs> You're closest to the stairs. Um, I can't move a lot, but I can <laughs> Alright, whatever made that noise isn't in here any longer. Something wants attention or to draw what? somewhere. Oh. As you turn around and begin to make your way out of this room, you begin to hear a light playing of the harp. Ping, ping, ping. Just a few notes. Mm, turn back around. <laughs> Nothing's there. <laughs> Sometimes I love magic. Sometimes it just creeps you the fuck out. And she'll rejoin the others. Alright. Okay. Try the other one when you're ready, Miss Blair. I open it with a force to kind of like get a surprise on anything. Sure, inside. sure. <laughs> Alright. Let's open this area up. We got that. So, as you open up this door, you find inside a library. You see red velvet drapes cover the windows of this room. An exquisite mahogany desk and a matching high-backed chair face the entrance and the fireplace, above which hangs a framed picture of a windmill perched atop a rocky crag. Situated in corners of the room, are two overstuffed chairs. Floor to floor ceiling floor to ceiling bookshelves line the right hand side of the room, holding hundreds of tomes. And you can see a rolling rolling wooden ladder allows one to more easily reach the high shelves. I'm I'm following Claire because she seems like the strongest physical <laughs> character. And when I see this, I just immediately book it for the bookshelves. I'm checking every sure. as, mu as much as I can. With sure. uh, your fear dissipates as your inner nerd. I'll, I, I, I'll follow him in into the library. <laughs> you hear the harpsichord go again. <laughs> but shut up! Uh, I'm trying to read. <laughs> so you enter into this area to find hundreds of books. Johans, you take a look at the bookshelf. What is everybody else doing? I right. finally come to, and I snap out of it as I've been staring at this armor. <clears throat> How long was I doing that? About Only ten a, seconds. Only a few moments. Hmm. Felt like longer. Odd. Yeah. Can I... Um, but if I manage to get to it before Johans does, can I try to find a book about like the current area we're in, like our surround, the country we're in, sure. surroundings, Barovia, I guess. Go ahead and do if an investigation check. Okay. How is that stat? That's decent. Uh, 17. 17. Um, I think you don't find anything that seems to be speaking of Barovia or anything of that nature. You find an interesting book, though. You find a book titled Life of Katya. Um, I like 
What? <laughs> I'm just going to pocket that for later. Okay. Uh, do, I, I, do I find anything that could look used to me? You end up just going through all of these books and kind of taking a look. And as you make your way towards the very top corner of this area, you begin to pull off a book. And as you do, it clicks. And when that happens, you see the bookshelf open towards you. Just slightly. So that's like back here? <laughs> Correct. Okay. Right. As soon as I notice that, I will run out of <laughs> Cool. And just tell everyone. Oh. Um, sure. Back there. Back there. Okay. <laughs> Blair, as you're taking a look at the desk in this room, you see several items resting atop of it. You find an oil lamp, a jar of ink, a quill, a tinderbox, and a letter kit that has a red wax, red wax candle. You find four blank sheets of parchment, a wooden seal bearing the Durst family's insignia, which you had seen before, the windmill, and you find a few pieces of sheet music. It's titled Song for Elizabeth. However, the drawer is empty except for an iron key that you find. I'll definitely take the key and I take the, the sheet music. Something tells me I, I want to take that. Uh, sure. Blair also um, has this moment because she's just recklessly going through the desk, whatever. It's like not her property. Um, does this, has this house looked like it's been like kind of does it look normal does it look clean it doesn't look like anything's happened in here it looks really clean yeah like I somebody turn, came through and cleaned everything the I want to turn before. to the people in the room and be like wait up the, the kids outside said a monster took them but we haven't seen any signs of struggle well they said the monster went to the basement no Yes, but if he has to go through the whole house to get to the basement, unless we missed it on the first floor, where's the mess? It's mm, a decent point. I'm saying point. something's fishy here. There, there might be a little bit of something else going on, because I'm not saying it's related, but we did find a letter with something that sounded like vampires. Vampires aren't generally messy creatures, unless they're thieving, as far as I'm aware. It's true. The monster could have come from underground or something like that, too. That's another good point. Well, we really don't we'll, know anything about we'll, the creature. We'll have to... We'll, we will be extra cautious. That's why you forward. all leading first. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll go check out this bookshelf that Johans is scary. Sure. As you open the, the door. Opening. While they're doing that, um, I'm in this other room with Estella, and I'm now... Now that I'm out of, you know, looking at this armor, I'm walking around the room, casting light on all these different torches along the, the edges of the room. Or not torches, but the, the lamps. And I, I start talking to Estella. So, you you said you serve a, a god of, of some kind? Elistray. She is a light goddess of my people that believes in spreading 
warmth and merriment and keeping spirits up, finding light in the stars, metaphors like that. But uh, the main goal is to keep hope going, even in the darkest of times. And her chosen weapon is the blade, and she points out her sigil on her breastplate and her shield that looks like the dancing maiden in the moonlight, um, usually with either a crescent or a full moon behind her. What does serving this this god entail? Like, how long have you done this? I've mainly been a sage in practice, but she prefers combat or performance as a form of worship. I'm not so great at the singing, but uh, I can honor her by defending those who need protection. That, that's my forte, apart from researching and, well, trying to complete a family Bible sort of thing. Speaking of which, it's got to have something in here about poltergeists and all this. And uh, if I may try to roll a um, knowledge history or religion check about supernatural forces that could be at play here. Sure. Um, go ahead like, and had- do... Let's say... Or it might be more Arcana, depending on... Yeah, I'm thinking Arcana. Um, Okay. Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Nuts. I'm Mm. just having a blank. (laughs) Nothing in the old family Bible about these kinds of things. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh. She'll put the book back away. I'm, uh, I apologize for my questions. I, I hope I don't come off as rude. No, no, I, I'm, I, I'm ha- this is part of what why I even came into the forest. I'm supposed to be exploring and sharing with other cultures and learning from them. And you certainly seem you certainly seem blessed somehow. Um, I I couldn't tell you. Um, last thing, you know. It's it's all a blur. You, I, sure. I remember waking up, covered in in, in dirt and, and darkness. After that, it my memory comes and goes. I remember a village. I remember screams, and then I ran and I didn't stop running. And I was in the mist for quite some time. She'll walk up and put a hand on his shoulder. Focus on one day at a time. It'll come to you. Don't force it. And from, we'll take care of you while you refine yourself. Let, let, let's see what the others are up to. And she'll go back into the other room. Awesome. I stay in this room for a moment and I kind of look around, kind of just receiving what she just said. And then I follow as well. Perfect. Well, as we all gather back into this room, Katya, you begin to approach this secret door that seemed to have opened from Joe pulling on a book. And now we are going to take our break. So, everybody, we will be back here momentarily. 
um, please stand by. And also, if you are a subscriber for uh, for our channel, you can partake in a cool giveaway that we're going to be running. Um, we're going to be running a giveaway for a small sticker that we have on our merch store. Um, you can find all the details in the break when we have all of the ads. But uh, if you want to join in on this giveaway, all you have to do is type exclamation point missed fits in the in the chat. Um, is there but a again, in that? No, it's just a regular, um, regular M I S T. Right. I uh, will type it, it in the chat once yeah. we. Once we're on break, so that everybody it's that is a subscriber F-I-T-S. can join in, and yeah, so yeah. Yeah, just like that. So, anyways, all right. Well, we'll be right back. So, hang Thank in there. Soon. The games we play are the stories we create. The fortress doors swing open. Every story is unique, and the sound of war drums rises. Sometimes our stories come to us when we least expect them. We need to be ready no matter where inspiration strikes. And sometimes our stories are told over great distances. No matter where your journey leads you or how your story is told. The games we play are the stories we create. Sirenscape can help make yours epic. Sirenscape is searchable, fast, and customizable from any device with no need to pre-install any sound. Adding epic atmosphere to your game has never been easier. Skullsplitter Dice has something for every adventurer. The dice that you use could be the difference between life or death. With over 15 styles of metal dice, a variety of class-based cases, and other gaming accessories, we have something for every gamer. Our products are perfect for Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, and more. Be the envy of your party and get yours while supplies last by going to SkullsplitterDice.com. Again, that's SkullsplitterDice.com. All right. We are back, and we are finding the winner of the... Of the uh, the giveaway, which looks like it is, uh, it says Sarah Boozer, but you're a player. <laughs> We're gonna give it to uh, here. Let's see, Theatrical Disney is the winner of Yay. this this uh, giveaway for that second role. So congrats, you get the awesome sticker, and go ahead and follow that link and you can redeem it for yourself so there's that and with that let's get back into this game Katya you were opening up this secret door to find what may lurk beyond as you do you find a very small cramped room containing bookshelves packed with tomes describing necromantic rituals of immortality and life-stealing forces. A heavy wooden chest with clawed iron feet stands against the right-hand wall, its lid half-closed. Sticking out of the chest is a skeleton in leather armor. Its right arm seems to be have triggered some sort of trap, while the left hand holds a letter with a raven's crest on it. Do you see anything in there? 
Nothing comforting. Can I, uh, Johans, will you go grab one of those daggers from Grim for me, real quick? One of those what now? Uh, the dagger. Ooh, oh shit! Sorry. Go grab a dagger. I just, I just hand over mine. I have, sure. I have a dagger. Yeah. I should. I don't know why I don't have a dagger. Always have a dagger when you're adventuring. Anyway, I'm gonna throw the knife at the chest. And sure. Just try and trigger anything else that might be in here. Go ahead and do a dex check with for the throwing of the dagger. Sure. Twenty two. As you do, it goes right into the chest, and it seems that nothing happens. Okay. Yeah. Um. Is there any interesting stuff in there that you can see? There's a chest and some books on necromancy. Um, I think it's. I feel like I I know I'm, that word. What I'm is what take is a that? Step back, and I'm gonna say I think it's safe if you want to investigate. What is what is that word? It's the. It is magic that deals with reviving the dead. I'm gonna grab this. The. Well, I'm gonna look at the book first just to make sure there isn't any funny business. There is no book. It is only a letter. No, there's oh, books on the shelves, right? You said there were something. Oh about yes, sorry, yes, sorry, yes. You are right. Yes, there are books on the shelves, and yeah, you can you can pull one, and go ahead and do an Arcana sorry. check. Dogs. You're good. The puppers. Fifteen. Nice. With that 15, you're kind of going through it, and with your arcane knowledge, you can tell that a lot of this is kind of hearsay. A lot of, like, folk, uh, folk tale. Not a lot of, like, real hardcore arcane So it's not like a cookbook rituals. It's or anything? <laughs> it's like a conspiracy theory like a myth, type like a of myth book. compilation. Book. Right, yeah. Right. Do you, if you do this, it brings back this and stuff like that. But you can clearly tell as you flip through it, they're not this really is not professional. Yeah, not professional whatsoever. Do you do you mind if I take a, a look at that? Oh yeah, it's fucking useless here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll 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 back out and make way for other people to come in. Johans, yeah. as you hand the book over, you feel like a cold sensation in your hand, and then you pull away. Um, sorry, and I shuffle past everybody, and I kind of um, take it to the desk. I think over here, sure, or not, not eh, like right there. Yep. And I kind of just put it on the table, and I start looking through it. Um, just reading it. Sure. Uh, you, you said there was a letter as well. There is. Inside of this chest that's on the right-hand side of this room, you find a skeleton that has one arm inside of the chest and the other arm clutching onto a rolled paper with a crest of a raven on it. Okay, I'm going to step out of the room. <laughs> and I'm going to cast uh, Unseen Servant. Okay. Um, And I'm gonna and I'm gonna summon Jeff, <clears throat> so that Jeff can bring me the. Uh, uh, I should have known. 
I, I want him to look in the chest and pick up whatever's in it and then bring me the scroll. Perfect. The Jeff, with how many Fs? Very important. Uh, this, one's the, this one's just the one. Just the, the original. To start out. The, original. the new campaign. Yeah, yeah. New I'm making more, maybe. Of course. <laughs> Every time you cast the spell, it's another F. <laughs> yes. That's how that makes sense. I cast actually, Jeff. Wait, hold on. I, I cast Jeff. <laughs> I'm going. To, that actually, you know what? That's gonna be a canon for now. I'm going to. I'm gonna step out of the outside. I'm gonna cast it as a ritual spell instead. Okay. I'm gonna just tell sure. everyone. Just give me a second. Got something to do. I'm gonna sit in the corner and just. Sure. Ritual sure. spell it because I don't want to waste my. Sure. So after ten minutes, what is everybody else doing? As you were told by Johans to hold. I am looking at all the the little tokens on the desk and seeing what was valuable, like going over the key, the sheet music, and et cetera. Hmm. I am thoroughly, like, just reading through this, trying to understand necromancy in, in a way that, like, to understand myself. Sure. In a way, like... Do a... Insight check. Hmm. Okay. Um, wow. Nice. With Good a roll. 24, you're starting to understand what the point of necromancy is. You can tell that, like, I guess in your mind, you're, you're thinking that necromancy is specifically focused on bringing things back from the dead. Especially that's what this book is really aiming to do along with stealing life force from other things. I think that's the other part that is triggering my right. my my mind is is trying to understand why and how that's possible. Right. Not that I expect to necessarily find that answer, but right. that's right. that's the part that catches me is the stealing people's life force almost. Right. Um, you don't find the answers as to why it happens. You do see, well, I mean, there are like bits of notes here and there saying, well, if we do this, this is the reason why it steals the life force. But as you take everything with a grain of salt, since Johans had just told you that it's a bunch of bullshit, instead of taking the actual content, you get the overall feeling of what necromancy is. And you kind of take that into yourself and, and then as, as I kind of look at and, and understand or, you know, am reading things about um, specifically bringing people back t- to life and or just more life transference and almost in a way, I'm kind of like looking at my own hands and I'm kind of just as if I'm looking at them for the first time. And then I kind of slowly close the book of, you know, as people are finishing sure. up their things. And I, I, I want to say, hey, does anybody have something? Can we put this? Maybe I'll, in, I'll take in, it from him and put it in the. You pack also feel your hand kind of get cold. I was I was gonna say I I I I, I have both. <laughs> it, but you can. You if can you want that. to, either one of us can hold here. It's, you can. It, I'll, it, should I? It's, do you want? It's, I can. It, do you it, want it? It's, should, it's okay. Uh, all right. All right. I'll, I'll just. Right. I put it in my bag. I'm gonna keep casting. <laughs> <laughs> So, after this awkward conversation yeah. between Katya and Johans, <laughs> Estella. Yeah. Um, noticing the sheet music, putting two and two together with the portrait name, 
she's going to take the sheet music back over to the harpsichord and try to play the first page. Sure. See what happens. I'm going to follow. That sounds interesting. Sounds good. (laughs) Katya, while this is happening, what are you doing? I'm just going to hang out and wait for this ritual to be done, wait to see what's in the chest and and that letter. Okay. Sounds good. I'll kind of... I'll come into the middle here and I'll... So I kind of have eyes on Estelle and Blair, but also... As you're you're beginning to walk your way out of the... um, the room, you hear a book fall onto the ground behind you. Uh, what book? As I'm standing uh, there, do I do I see this in front of me too? Or yes, you would see that. Yeah. And um, then you're too focused on my spellcasting. And spell yeah, you're you're kind of like you you take a look over, you see the book fall, and then you just continue casting. Um, but yeah. Katya, you take a look at this book and. It's the same book that you had put into your bag before. Life of Katya. Yeah, like, oh, how did that happen? I pick it up. Is the, okay. Is the one in my bag? No longer there. Okay, I put it back in my bag. I'll say, I'll get to you later. Relax. (laughs) (laughs) Close my bag back up. Cool. And you exit the room, and you stand there, just as Estella flips her her little coat behind her and sits down onto the bench of the harpsichord. Real real and, quick. Yes. Um while while they're going over there to, to play instruments, are there any windows in in this room at all too? In the room that you are currently in? Yeah. The library? Yes, there are. While they're doing Multiple that, windows. I'm going to be just kind of looking out the window. I'm sure it's probably misty, but that's that's what I'm doing sure. after I handed off the book. Moving the drapes out of the window, you just stare at outside to find, yes, mist. Completely covering the surrounding area and crawling up this manner. Like crawling hands trying to grasp onto you. But that's what you see outside. Estella, I would like you to do a performance check. You got it. And as you Ah. sit onto this harpsichord. You begin to hear the harp beginning to play. Though it's not the lead. It seems to be, with your musical knowledge, the... Oh, I had the word and it disappeared. Oh my gosh, I had it again. Uh, Harmony? Nope, harmony. There you go. The harmony end. You. You begin to play onto the harpsichord and it seems that this harpsichord is out of tune and as you try to play it it's just hitting wrong notes and it's not that you don't understand how to do the sheet music you know but then suddenly as you hit one last bad note you see as a ethereal creature appears just next to the harpsichord looking towards you with anger in their eyes and just bursts forward towards you and as you put your your shield and sword up you see it rake across the cords of the harpsichord breaking every single one and then disappearing just before getting into you I would uh, rush into the room after I hear this it's more angry at the instrument than the player is everything okay? That's new. I heard violence. 
<laughs> yes, I summoned a specter by playing bad court music. I draw my sword. It's very intriguing. <laughs> As you enter this room, the doors behind you close. Ah. Uh, I jiggle the handle. I try to open, yeah, I jiggle the handle. I try to open it, and it opens. Oh. No issues. False uh, slow. No. Okay. It was it was just the wind. Don't worry. Must have been the wind. Okay. Well, <laughs> um, can I? Is there any sign of the spectral creature anymore? Do a perception check. Nine. It doesn't mm. seem that there are there's any evidence of it being here anymore. Well, I certainly don't like the look of this, but if you see anything else, holler. I'll come back. I'm going to walk back out into the hallway. Mm. Okay. Uh, Stella would think to leave well enough alone. She can try <laughs> the harp again later. If she needs to, but yeah, let, let, let's see what the boys are up to. Okay. As you return, it's just about at that time when, Johans, you finish up your spell, and all of you Go see this. Jeff! You see this <laughs> burst of arcane energy that just dissipates, and it was anticlimactic to say the least. It gets a little chilly. Yeah. Especially Grim and Estella. Just next to you, you feel this, like like it's trying to grab onto your warmth. And I'm just like, Jeff, um, there's a back room. I want whatever's in the chest and the letter with the raven sigil on it. Bring them to me, please. And as you say that, Grim, you feel even colder, like something has walked through you. And you all hear the secret door open up. And then, after a few moments, you see coming out of that room. One sec. Coming out of that room, you see a rolled up letter. You see a few books you see three scrolls you see another uh, four rolled up papers Jeff put them on the desk please all of it goes onto the desk among the other assortments I'm going to sit comfortably and I'm going to start looking through whatever this is. Sure. Starting with the books, follow the scrolls, then last the letter. Sure. The books are finely made. Um, they have black leather covers. However, all of the books are completely uh, blank. There's no writings in it whatsoever. <laughs> Nothing to even hint at to what their purpose is. Um, you find... All of the rolled up papers, one being a deed to this house, the Durst Manor. You find a deed to a windmill. You find a signed will. And you find a letter that seems to be signed by Gustav. 
And finally, you find a letter that seems to be signed by a Strahd von Zarovich. Which one would you like to look at first? Um, I'm going to put the empty books in my bag. Sure. And then I want to read um, first the will and then the letter from uh, the name you mentioned. I can't remember. Started. Gustav? That, sure. No, the, yes. The other one. Oh, okay, sure. Sure, um, all of them. <laughs> the will seems to be uh, basically stating that in the chance that both Gustav and Elizabeth Durst were to pass away, every, every material thing would be passed down to split halfway between Rose and Thorn. Um... But that's, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, it makes it. It's a, yeah. It's a will. Yeah, sense. right. Yeah. Um, the letter that you find that was signed by Gustav is actually written out here. It says, <clears throat> ah. My dear Dimov, I must confess my nights as of late have been sleepless. The children question me of why their mother and I have often such nasty fights, yet I am too ashamed to tell. Margaret does her best, but Elizabeth warns the children not to trust Margaret. My beloved Elizabeth rarely returns to our bed at night, and I awaken most nights with nightmares of horrible acts. Over the past several nights, I've become suspicious of the ambition of not only the others, but of my wife. Their dark murmurs worry me, and though I know that a shadow ought not to fear a blacker night, I cannot but fear for the extent of their plotting. If anything happens to us, you are to be a steward of our parents' house and caretaker of my children. Keep our pregnant housemaid safe and hold Rose and Thorn close to your breast. Should the worst come to pass, you shall be all they have left. And please, treat Margaret's child as if he is one of our own. Though his birth was not legitimate... I fear for a life without his parents, nor their names. Your loving brother, Gustav. Okay. Could you dumb <laughs> that down for my brain to understand? Yes. <laughs> this is, so this is a letter from the owner of the house, presumably. Gustav. Who, Gustav, yeah. who is having fights with Elizabeth, his wife. Correct. Because he gave, he banged the maid Pretty much. Okay, cool. <laughs> to right. put it crudely. To put it bluntly, yeah. <laughs> All right. Good maid, to know. Yeah, yeah maid, maid got pregnant, and the dad and mom were up to some shady shit that the dad is very ashamed of. And he's begging his sis, hey, if anything happens to me and my weird-ass wife, could you please take care of the kids, even my illegitimate son, because you'll be all that they have left. I'm Correction, brother. Oh, so the me. uncle to those children. Uncle, yes. I'm going to pass the information on to the others. Of course. I'm going to try, try a new accent for this because I am still figuring it out. Sure. And then I, there's another letter, right? There were three letters. And then Correct. the wills and the deeds. Correct. This one has an interesting crest on it. Very elegant and finely crafted. Of a raven. 
Oh yeah, this right. Man, I don't understand. I don't know what name that is at the top. I can't read that. It's strange. <laughs> oh, you read it at the bottom of this one right here that says, oh. "My most pathetic servants." I am not a messiah sent to you by the dark powers of this land. I have not come to lead you on a path of, to immortality. However many souls you have bled on your hidden altar, however many visitors you have tortured in your dungeons, know that you are not the ones who brought me to this beautiful land. You are but worms writhing in my earth. You say that you are cursed, your fortune spent, you abandoned love for madness, took solace in the bosom of another woman, and sired a stillborn son. Cursed by darkness, of that I have no doubt. Save you from your wretchedness? I think not. I much prefer you as you are. Strad von Zorovich, your dread lord and master. It looks like somebody's got a big head. I think we're stumbling onto things that are... A little bit of a big I don't like it. I just pass information on to the others in the room. Right. Can... Does not bode well. No. Blair out in the hallway is just, like, messing with the armor, um, and then notice that there's another door over here. Yes. She would like to approach it. Sounds good. Here we go. I'll walk out into the main room again. Me and Jeff will follow. Sure. Because I don't like to be in the corner on my own. Absolutely. Because I, mean, I want to sit with the group. You find that this is a undecorated bedroom that contains a pair of beds with straw-stuffed mattresses. At the foot of each bed, you see an empty footlocker. Tidy servants' uniforms hang from the hooks on the adjoining closet to the left, and a small button is seen just next to the small doors to a dumbwaiter, which can be seen in the southwest corner of this room. Is there, um, do I see this door? Uh, you do, yes. That was the, the hook, the closet, basically, that held oh, okay. uh, servant uniforms inside. Any shoes? Roll for shoes. <laughs> uh, well, we were rolling just a d20, right? Yep. Um, oh, I almost forgotten how to get there. No no shoes Blast! for a two. No shoes. There's yeah, a one on the first one and a two oh on this God. one. <laughs> Next time we'll, it'll be we'll a three. Like, we'll get there in like 14 checks. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any shoes That's in there so are too funny. small. I just walk out and be like, no shoes. Baby shoes. Yeah. We found one shoe then, and then another of a different size. Yeah. Buy a, find a kid's shoe. Put it on a toe. Yeah, right. <laughs> or on three if you're my size. So. Um, right. Chief. No shoes. Yeah. Well, I'm sure some will show up eventually. And as you guys are all looking at, at uh, Grim again, you see that he seems a bit more confident than he, he was before. Um, standing a little bit, you know, more upright. Good. All right. So reassessing. We have a key. We have odd music to a very estranged wife. We know why the ghosts are mad. 
And we know something's happened to the caretaker of the children, most likely dragged to the basement, that we don't know how to get to. Oh, yeah, that reminds me. Jeff, go find the corpse. See if there's anything interesting on them. Wait, whom are you speaking with? Oh. And, and Johan is going to gesture to the empty space next to the island and be like, Jeff. <laughs> Un- Jeff. Unknown to you, Jeff is also doing this too. <laughs> Hell yeah. I approve. You were talking um, about a corpse? Where Where is this corpse? Which one are you talking about? The one about? that had the hand in the chest. Gotcha. This one. The skeleton. Just, yes. I'm so you want the skeleton to come to out? My, yeah, I'm sending him to do my rogue sure. shit. Of course, yeah. I don't get my hand You see a now physical representation of Jeff as a pieced together skeleton comes out very limp and just moving around. Thank you. Okay. I would like to check the body. Sure. Um, this body has leather armor on it, but other than that, it is stripped clean. It doesn't have any. No shoes? Any no shoes. shoes. No shoes. Damn it. Someone take the shoes already. Did you have your your friend check that chest that was in there? That yes. I found the letters and deeds and other boarding. Right, but that's, that's where those came from. I wasn't sure if they came from the shelf. No, they came from the chest. What, what else did Jeff find? That corpse. <laughs> and you right. see the arms? <laughs> yes, hello. Nice to meet you, too. But also... And I show them hand. the and the... That is unsettling. No, it's just Jeff, don't worry. Here's the other information we found, and I tell them the other information. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. All Looking right. back at these these suits of armor, what are the, are they armed to, or is it just... Yes, they have spears. They have spears. Just spears? Spear. Correct. Okay. Oh, Jeff, please remove the leather armor from the corpse, please. If you... you just don't use your hands at he all. Al- no, he already hands. he already removed it and gave it to you. That was the strike oh. that came with everything. Awesome. Okay. Anyone want some leather armor? Um, it could come in oh, handy. Leather armor. I thought you said leather. Um, <laughs> leather armor. That's... Sure. Do you see the the body just fall down and then slowly? <laughs> Pieces of the leather armor starts moving. I just imagine, I just imagine like the the skeleton falls out and the thing just stays in place. <laughs> right? Probably that's how. It, I mean, it, it wouldn't work that way, but it could work. It just funny. like lifts the skeleton up and then. Boom, it just it's, like, it's it's a world made out of. Uh, 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 you know what? I'm not even gonna try to finish that sentence. It's all good. So, as you all come together on this second floor balcony. You see, feel the cold breeze coming down from the stairs, going upward. What would you like to do? Well, there's only stairs that go up, so um, I know it's counterintuitive to go the opposite direction, but Seems I don't see other option presented. I, yeah, I, I don't. I don't see I, anything else. I mean, there could there could be a way we could. Was it the dumbwaiter? Are you talking about going down? Exactly. Yes. So you want to go down in the dumbwaiter? No. <laughs> I don't think anybody else are, is going to fit in there, though. Well, you say that. But, um, Could I you send the... Jeff down in the dumbwaiter? 
I don't actually know. But what I if you Luna. called your owl? Yeah. But then who would watch the children? Each other. <laughs> uh, you send Jess but, out to the children. Okay. <laughs> Can you call your owl from outside to here? How does that work? Yeah, I think so. It, wait, where's the. Where, how far away from not the far. house is the. I should be able to communicate with it, right? Yeah, you can still communicate. It's not far away. I can, I can, I can do this. This is a thing that. Magic is weird. Indeed. That's uh, an understatement. The Beatles, they're even weirder. I've got like, like, baboon semen and blood of vampires on me. It's ridiculous. Don't ask why. It's, it's not. Uh, it, I wasn't going to, but now that you okay. said that, now I'm more curious. But no, we'll okay. hold that thought, I think, for now. Yeah. Um, uh, as they're all discussing... Estella's kind of looking to the armor, remembering the knife in her bag, remembering she knows how armor works, roughly. Is there a type of check I could do to at least, like, make a bandage for Grimm's feet to function as, like, sandals? Like, if I use the gauntlets on the leather armor and tie them together somehow, that way he's just got, like, bare minimum protection. Sure. <laughs> um... And there's, you, there's like, this cloth. Work a pair of shoes for <laughs> I'm trying to quickly some fashion flip-flops. something. I, with paladin knowledge, like, in my combat expertise and armor expertise, I should know how to quickly fashion something that's just going to bare minimum protect Go ahead protective. and do a... I would say survival. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, do these suits of armor hey, have bare minimum. feet? <laughs> <laughs> they don't have feet, no. Oh, they, they're not, they don't yeah. have, okay. Yeah. No, they have, no, like, they have like the bits foot pad that goes the... over a, a boot, but it it's no mm. boot underneath. Yeah, gotcha. I would be using like several pieces of the leather armor to basically sure. give you a leather sandal yeah. if this works. So, um, with a 10, it's, it's rough, but it works for now. There you go. I, yeah. I appreciate the effort. Um, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, It'll at least protect you from I kind of kick my feet up a little bit. And the thing you do when you <laughs> test new shoes out, where you just kind of step around. It's something for now. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, so. As much as I adore the dumb waiter idea, unless you feel very confident in Luna's abilities, I say we keep go- escalating and see if there's another hidden way down. We found one secret passage. There's bound to be another. As as much as I. Like the idea. Don't get me wrong. It's a it's a good idea to go up when we're looking to go down. I personally feel like a tube that goes from the bottom to the top is the best pathway to go from the top to the bottom. It's just, it's just a suggestion. We can move on if you want. It's fine. The, the problem is that you're the only one that would be able to go down. We would have to leave I'd you alone. I'd be the only one to be able to see what's down there, which would allow me to potentially find a way up from there. Better enough. You no, know, I'm. I'm not against this this idea. I think it's a, it's a good idea. I mean, it's better to know what we're walking into, right? Of course. You send the owl down and we go up the stairs and Blair's eagerly just <laughs> slowly backing up the stairs. Sure. Okay, okay, don't go alone. <laughs> should, we, should we do a vote then? It seems like we have a little just, bit. Just go ahead and do it. We'll call if we find something spooky. 
Uh, okay, can you can you can you, <laughs> can you can you see you you said you can see through the owl? Oh yes, I, if I, I we are connected, we are magic. It's good. Okay, so you, can you can you see through both things at the same time, or can you hear too, no. or just see? How? So I, I, your I, I senses just, I just use my owls, my familiar's senses, right? All of them. Correct. Yeah, you can hear and see and smell and all of them. Um, and but taste? your body, your body loses your senses while you do. Right, that. but I can, Mine I can feel like I can feel touch. Right, that's the only one yeah. that. Uh, Correct. That I keep. You basically you go blind and deaf when how, when you go into. How I, can see, I can still talk to you. Yes. And okay. I can, and you can still like shake me or something. Correct. Wrong. Okay, then Blair, do you want to wait and give him five or ten minutes to do this, or do you want to keep going? It should be yeah, fast. We'll wait. I, will, I will go if, play if, very fast. If you want to go up now, I can wait with Johans and we can meet up with you oh, later. If we can keep going. If I can do this as we go. I just think that maybe going up is a bad idea in general. Well... I don't disagree with that, but we don't have a lot of other options unless we want to abandon the children, and I'm not particularly inclined to do so. I don't think the... You begin to hear... You hear a door slam on the door above you, or I mean the floor above you. Even more eager to go up. <laughs> well, okay. if you're, if, if you're going to do the owl... I suggest doing it now, um, because we we yeah. need to we need to do something. We should stay I think here the and longer scout. We, yeah, I think the longer we stay here, I think we're gonna encounter more supernatural things. Okay. The door <laughs> slams below you as well. So we are we are we you, are you all just going to go upstairs anyway? Eventually, yes. I mean, I, I'm fine to stay right here if if you think you you can send the owl down and you can do it fast. But like I said, I okay. think the longer we talk about this, give me like two minutes. Yes. Okay. And I'm going. I'm going to go over to the double. Sounds good. So you f- bring bring uh, Luna Jeff to your. Me, yes. No, oh, Luna. Your your oh, no, I'm, no, I'm not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Until, I'm, until I check gotcha. the dumb Gotcha. Um, I want to make sure that it's, she can fit before I get her away from the Gotcha. Place. Yeah. Um, as you as you open up the dumbwaiter, you, you see that the dumbwaiter is no longer, or not in front of you. You can see a rope that goes up to the third floor and down so to the bottom floor so below you. It's currently on the know, first floor. It's yeah. currently on the first floor. Yeah. Is there like a button to press? I don't know how these things There is a button, Um, but... As you press it, you just hear ting. It doesn't seem to do anything. It just seems to like make a bell sound. Um, but you yeah, could it, pull it down on the rope. Press. You can pull down on the rope. It seems to be. You, you have like, to pull on it. You, I'll just come back. Quickly. Yeah, no, that doesn't work. The rope <laughs> is on the floor, and I take strength, and I'm not very good at that. I just go. Oh. All right, Blair. <laughs> yeah, well, the ladies are going up. Perfect. So, I guess you, I'm a lady. Um, real quick. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm gonna hang back a minute 
and wait for everybody to go up the stairs, and then I'm going to pull out the Katya book and flip through it real quick okay. while everybody's going up. So everybody's boots and leather sandals make sounds <laughs> on the <laughs> stairs as they ascend the staircase. And as you go through this, there's a lot of information. You start from your upbringing to the drastic change in your life to okay, so when it is, you tried to leave, and it is very detailed. It is me. It is not up, a different Katya. All the way up to the point where you see, and Katya pulls the book off of the shelf. Okay. Putting and it is, in her bag, she walks away, but finds that it falls onto the ground. <laughs> Picking it back up, puts it into her bag. After a brief discussion with the strangers that she had met, a creeping monster begins to creep up behind her. I Unknowing, Katya continues reading in the book that she had found. Have you ever seen the never-ending story? And that as scene you flip the last out. page, no, I slam it and I throw it across the room. <laughs> cool. You, for the briefest seconds, so you see scary. blood splattered on the book, and you close it, throwing it, and you look around. It doesn't seem that anything's there. Okay. I'll probably scream a little bit. I'm not going to do it for our listeners, but I'm like, Wah! and I throw it. I, I like spin around, draw my sword. I'm like ready to fight whatever's behind me. Sure. You okay? Lean over the banister like, what? Do you need me to send Jeff? Is there danger? He's not strong, but he can be moral support. <laughs> I think you for now, I am okay. But be wary, there may be monsters, and then I'll come up the stairs behind him. I'm keeping my weapons out. Perfect. Blair feels inclined to go through this door here. Okay. What is everybody else doing? Johans is moving there. Oh, actually, <laughs> let me let me describe what you see when you're up there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I haven't done that yet. Um, <clears throat> you climb the red marble staircase to its full height and come to a dusty balcony with a suit of black armor standing against the left wall. Something is new different? Oh. is seen in this area where you find cobwebs completely draping over this armor. You find oil lamps that are mounted on oak-paneled walls which are carved with woodland scenes of trees, falling leaves, and tiny creatures. What were you this wanting to do? This place gets creepier and creepier. I was going to ask if the suit of armor looked different than the ones that were downstairs. It does. It looks okay. a lot beefier. Does it, does it have a wolf head also? Armor. Yeah, can I do like an investigation on this, on the, on this thing? Sure. Um... Like, I, I don't know, head see, and do... like, to try to identify why it's different, if it's, like, maybe, if I can, like... Well, it's very clear to see that this armor looks to be better made. It looks like a, a better craftsman took more time into creating, like, the plate armor can, like, actually covers every piece of the person. The other armor seemed to have, like, little bits and pieces where there wasn't armor covering. You could see that it is ornate and very well designed as well. Um, and you can see in his hand a better-looking spear as well. Um, quick, quick question. How tall is Jeff? Is he just a normal human size? 
I mean, it's up to you, I guess, when you cast, uh, sure, whether I'll, it's a halfling or a, or a... I'll have him be full human size, I Also, guess. I guess, I guess, it's, it's a, isn't it like a... I hate you. I think it's like a fey creature or something like that, or maybe it, oh, maybe it's not. I don't know. Anyways. It is a sure medium. It is medium. Right, it is a medium exactly. creature, that's oh, okay. fine. Uh, I wanna, I wanna ask Jeff, hey Jeff, can you check if there's no, that there's nothing underneath the helmet, please? And you see him lift it up and nothing seems see to be there. Because I'm too smart. Is there anything in there? Tap my shoulder two times if yes. Okay. <laughs> Damn it. All can right. anyone can, can help, please? Yeah, it, if something comes out, we're here to protect you. It's fine. Just pick mm -hmm. a door. I would and not I recommend that. touching things you don't need to touch. Grim, that's why Jeff is here. Grim and Katya, what are you doing? I'm, I'm standing in, at the top of the stairs, right yeah, at the edge. I'm cool. standing behind Grim. I'm just fucking head on a swivel, waiting for anything to jump out. Okay. So, starting with Blair. You open up this room. And inside... You find... Once I open this room... Unicorns and rainbows. <laughs> Definitely not. Oh, I was opening the... <laughs> never mind. I was opening the other one, but this one's fine. All right, we well, it. here not we anymore. are. Uh, <laughs> you find inside of this room... Dust and cobwebs shroud an elegantly appointed bedroom and an adjoining nursery. The bedroom contains a large bed, two end tables, and an empty wardrobe. Mounted on the wall next to the wardrobe is a full-length mirror with an ornate wooden frame carved to look like ivy and berries. Double doors are set with panes of stained glass that pull open to reveal a balcony overlooking the front of a house. Another single door can be seen through the through its dusty window to show an old and tattered crib. Floating on your side of the door, you see a ghostly figure peering into the glass. And as you open the door, she turns to look at you. And as she turns, you see it reveals a cut completely through the abdomen with contents hanging directly out of it from her corporeal body as she looks to you she says shh my baby is sleeping she turns back to look into the glass pane door just next to her I uh, without my hands because I open the door, my hands still on the knob, and I just close the door back. <laughs> <laughs> Please do a stealth <laughs> check. Okay, Abbott. <laughs> All right. Hey. Very very good stealth as you just. <laughs> I turn to Joe Johans and I'm just like, don't open that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what did you? What did you happened. find? I agree. Now the door yeah. that you actually wanted to open before. <laughs> if you're so inclined. Yes. All right. The other doorknob was a lot shinier, so I got distracted. Right, right. 
Um, in this one, you find dusty shelves lining the walls of this room. A few of the shelves have folded sheets, blankets, and old bars of soap. That is all. Nothing else in this room? Nothing else. Nope. No other cleaning products? <laughs> <laughs> nope. no, no utensils? There is a broom in the corner. Ah. Chop it. Chop it I feel inclined to chop the broom. <laughs> Something about it frightens me. It falls towards you. I jump back and I scream like a little girl. Of course. <laughs> I move away from her. <laughs> Just back up. Is everything okay? We're fine. What's, what's going on? You Nothing. opened a door and then closed it, and then you opened another door. <laughs> well, I mean, there's something in one room. Um, I wouldn't. Alive isn't the right way to put it. But. So you know ghosts, right? <laughs> there was a ghost. There was a ghost. She kind of had her, her stuff, and I'm like gesturing to like innards and so just kind of just hanging there and. Did it seem hostile? Um, she... Um, no. She didn't seem like someone I wanted to mess with. Well. I don't do ghosts. Best to leave it alone, then. Some ghosts are sexy, but not all of them. What? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you see the skeleton that, that Jeff is holding just... Finger guns. No, he's only, <laughs> he's, 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 he's only holding the leather armor. Now. He put the, the corpse down. Right, but no, but the leather arm. No, he picked the corpse back up. He picked this. How unlikely you okay. to put a corpse well, you know, down? That, that does make yeah, sense. Really. I never told him. Let him have like, his so, visual aid. Yeah, you're right. He, he has the corpse because I didn't tell him to put it down. Makes sense. Uh, okay. Uh, meanwhile, Asilla's checking this door. Sure. Uh, the bottom or the top one? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I have to ask now. The bottom. All right. Inside of this. Of I'm going to move past. Yeah, also. Yeah, get up come here. Come more into the middle. Yes. Cool. I'm gonna move Inside of this room, statue. you find this dark room contains a wooden tub with clawed feet, a small iron stove with a kettle resting atop it, and a barrel under a spigot. In the is east that wall. one a toilet? Yes, it is. Okay. A cistern on the roof is used to collect rainwater, which was borne down a pipe to the spigot. However, the plumbing seems to no longer work. Alright, um, general investigation, anything out of the ordinary, like sure. a switch? Um, yeah, go ahead and do an investigation check. Wow. <coughs> an 11. Um, as you kind of look around this room, it looks to be just a regular old bathroom. And yeah. you kind of look underneath the tub, and as you do, all of you begin to hear coming from up the stairs as you begin to see wolves coming up one stair at a time and approaching each of you. I need... Everybody to roll initiative. Can I? Oh, I, I, I want to. 
I was going to say something um, before you got to that. I was going to say, were there any Great. more of those torches in this room? Because I would I would totally start lighting those up as I went. There are. If, there if, are. if, if, if that was okay. I, That's I was fine. Just yeah, I, I would imagine that, that that would have been the first thing that you that you did. So, yes. You're just, um, you're just having a good old time light and stuff. You're like, yeah, I did this. <laughs> I'm happy that I decided to position myself. So oh, God dang it. Because... <laughs> All right. Battle, battle, battle incoming. Let's see. All right. Uh, Spooky. So. Oh, dang. Nat 20 on the initiative. Is that our second Nat 20 for the night? I think third, so. Actually. That's a third. Third? Third. third. Wow. Two of them going to uh, Johan's. All right. So, we have everybody in the initiative. Grim, you are up. I see these these wolves. I imagine I can see they look hostile coming Correct. at us. Yes. yes. It looks like they're about to lunge. Looks um, like so what I'll do is, like, focusing in, um, I will um do sacred flame on right. um the That's first one. one in front of me as i kind of like i i go from turning on the light in front of me and i turn around and i go like huh! and i do sure. like a almost a light kind of onto them is yeah. how i so as you're see as it. you're starting to light this lamp you take that coalescing light energy and whip it back towards the And the honestly, I think you. it's almost like more of instinct than anything. Right, like it's, it's, it's not too, yeah. and it, it's and not it purposeful. whizzes past Katya. Um, let's see if we can get yeah, yeah, yeah. that is a 12 for a deck save. Uh, and it's probably 14. A Sweet. So it nice. takes that 7 radiant damage. Nice. And I kind of like look shocked at my hand, and as that you know, it casts out of my hand. You saw my like hair kind of fluff up again, like with a blackness of energy. As you shoot out that energy, light begins to flicker a little bit, but the golden light shoots out from your hands, and as it bursts into this wolf, you see as part of the skin and flesh of the wolf rips off, and what you would expect to see blood, you only see. This, like... Stuffing. Stuffing inside <laughs> instead. Well, However, no, that, that, is your, that is your turn. Yeah, and I, I kind of just look at my hands like... Really shocked. Like, all right. Sure. And that, Katya. yeah, that's my turn. Cool. I'm gonna... I'm gonna try to, like... I'm gonna walk up and try to, like, block the stairs. Sure. To make it more difficult for the wolves to come up. And then I'm gonna uh, slash at the... The one that just got burned. Alrighty, sounds good. I don't know good. if I mentioned this in my character intro, but I'm a human fighter for the people watching. By the right. way, yeah. Um, I guess so we I'm haven't gonna hit really gone through any of those, sword. but yeah, no, I meant to, Whoops. and I I spaced it. Wrong Not one. a great swing. So uh, ten to hit. Um, all right. You do not hit with a ten, unfortunately. Um, so with a ten. You see, as the wolf gets blasted by that radiant energy, you bring your longsword down with your hand, and it just goes right into the the stairs right next to it as it leaps out of the way, 
mm-hmm. unfortunately not hitting. Sure. Is that the end um, of your turn? I'm just going to post up here, put my shield up, and try to block the way as best I can. Perfect. All right. That brings us to the wolves' turns. This wolf is going to move over to your left. As you slam your, your sword into the ground, it takes that opportunity to get just around you, and it looks towards the little boy, Mr. Uh, Mr. Johans. This Hello. one makes its way over to here, along with... Actually, let's see. This one's going to try and leap from that spot over to here. Over to oh. I'm, I'm going to do an acrobatics check for them. Fail, fail. It's a fifteen. That's pretty. That's pretty fucking good. It makes good. it over. I don't suppose um, I could take an opportunity attack on it as it jumps by, could I? It's crossing that space. Well, it's jumping directly diagonal, so I would say no. Well, you got to try. <laughs> However, this one Sometimes makes its you way. Just have up. to ask. Yeah. <laughs> yep. This one makes its way up the up the stairs and goes for Kadia. So there's going to be three attacks. One for Blair, which is going to be a bite attack. And this one has pack tactics because it's within five feet of the other wolf. That is a 20 to hit. Hits. And that is six piercing damage. I need you to do a strength saving throw as well. Oh my god, I'm so dead. 19. We're Good. so dead. <laughs> Johans. Sorry. It has pack tactics. That is 11 to hit. It does not hit. All right. Ooh. So as, as that happens, you're... And you run just behind um, Blair, just as that that wolf (laughs) clips into the the armor just next to you and does not hit. And the last one for Katya is a bite attack for a 23, dealing 10 piercing damage. I need a strength save from you as well. Big hits from these fake wolves. 16. All right. So as it jumps onto you, the your longsword oh is down God. and it bites into your arm, taking that opportunity, and you push it off, ripping your, your longsword back, ready for battle. Brings us to Estella. Begin to hear snarls and bites and weapon attacks and magical effects being thrown. What would Estella do? Uh, definitely run back around the corner and... <sighs> it is full. Yeah, I don't even know if I can move into an allied space to get a whack in, but yeah, it's um, gonna be difficult. You can you can shoot something, but even then, it's gonna be kind of difficult to get through the yeah. your allies. Um, oh. Oh. yeah, I'll, I'll do what I have to do. She'll pull back the um. Put her sword down for a minute, grab her hand crossbow, and try to get a shot in at the center wolf. Hey! Nineteen, even with the plus two for the uh, for the uh, quarter cover, that or half cover, sorry, that hits and six piercing damage, which is just enough. As it's as it jumps at Johans and bites into the armor, you take that chance to. Poof, right behind Grim, and it poof, goes directly through the the head of it. You see parts of the stuffing fall out of that exit wound, and you see the wolf go limp onto the floor, dead. And that is that. Bye. And in your <laughs> turn, we go to Johans. Uh, I'm going to use my action to disengage. Cool. And because I have halfling nimbleness or nimbleness or whatever, I'm going to run yep. over here. 
Sure. Yep. Easy <laughs> enough. She's gonna run, and then I'm going to use my bonus action to tell Luna to protect the kids. Cool. That's it. All right, Blair. I'm getting get bitten to th- by this wolf. Thwacken. You. Yep. Get to Thwagon. Let's see it. Halbert attack for 17. That definitely hits for nine slashing damage. That's a very good hit. Right on. You see as you see as you you bring down the halberd, cleaving into this body. You find the le- the four left leg falls off completely, and you see <laughs> stuffing fall, just erupting out of the body. It is extremely hurt, but not yet dead. Is there anything oh, else boy. you want to do? Um, I think that's all I can do right now. Cool, so, grim. Yeah. Okay. I will uh, move slightly down to get better line of sight on um, both of them for now. Sure. And I will look at my hands, and then I'll I'll try to go outwards again, and I will try to do um, what I did before um, on uh, the one in front of Katya. Katya. Okay. I have a hard time saying your name. Um, And... That is a deck uh, save yeah. for 17, which Passes. it just moves out of the way, just as uh, a, got a, a sacred of flame of radiant damage or energy <coughs> shoots out towards the wolf. And unfortunately, you it doesn't got a D4 inspiration. It's a D4 inspiration, which I, I don't. Would it work? Hmm. In this I would say no. I'm going to go with no. Oh, yeah. There's, it a, work there's a specific it's not an attack roll. And there's a specific one right, for yeah, yeah. the DM, so I'm not going to take away from that. Um, but yeah. Um, right, yeah. which person would you like to give that di- inspiration to? Go ahead and put that in the chat. That way we can have that. But moving on to Katya, unless there's anything else that Grim wants to do. Um, no. Perfect. There is not. Katya. Okay. Um going to bonus action second wind okay and so i get uh d10 plus one sure take a few deep breaths regaining (laughs) your composure for three damage back three health points take whatever for whoever is next so katya you got the d4 okay you get the d4 love it i'm gonna and that's on my attack roll probably uh, yeah, it's, it's basically like a, a bardic inspiration. So attack okay. rolls, ability checks, or saving throws. Cool. I'm gonna uh, thwack this wolf. Fourteen definitely hits for six damage. Nice. Nice. So picking up your long sword, you stab into the side of the wolf, finding stuffing erupting out of it, and you pull the sword out, and a large yelp comes from this wolf as you pull your sword back out. Um, but that's your turn. So That's something it. something I do want to say real quick because uh, we were saying that we were giving the D four to Katya. Were we keeping that D ten from the one shot last week for Katya still, or were we true? True. Okay. So, so then uh, D four can go for um, yeah. Whoever else about since that. since uh, Katya already has a D ten inspiration, or is it a D six? Uh, no, it was a D ten. Anyways, D ten. Yeah. Right. So um, that's that. Our lovely viewers gave to gave to me. I appreciate it. And that is your turn, Katya. That's it. Perfect. Comes to the wolves' turns. The wolf in front of Katya, of course, is going to attack you. And doesn't get advantage on this one. 
but it Fuck. still hits for a that 21 hits. for 8 oh piercing damage well, as it leaps onto you and put, pins your body down to the ground as it seems to be trying to go for the throat now. Um, but, but that's that one. I'm down. You see as Katya goes down unconscious. This wolf is going to go for Blair since that's what it went for last time. That is another bite attack for 16 to hit. Just hits. Rolling hot tonight for a big ol' mm-hmm. nine piercing damage. And I need you to do another strength saving throw. These wolves are With going a natural to one to a total us. of seven, which is great. Um, natural one, you, oh, f- no. you also go wow. pinned to the ground with this wolf just above you and seeming to want to bite your neck. Uh... Estella, you see two of your friends go down. What do you want to do? And just enough room for you to go into the battlefield yeah, now. I, yeah, I'm going to get in the center and uh, because Katya went down first, lay on hands, all five HP. Perfect. Thank you. Um, that is and your think, action. Yeah, so um, Bonus action, I'll just hold the sword up as defense to the wolf attacking uh, Blair. And sure. That's, that's about all I can do. All right. Johans. Uh, I don't like doing this. But if I don't, we might die. And uh, I'm going to cast uh, Magic Missile. Okay. Hey! That's a good one. Let's see those hits. Nice. Um. Okay, before you so do the other the- two. Where yeah. do you want to hit for the all three of them? Uh, so I'm going to hit... Do, do, how, do I know how they look, or am I going... This to one is missing all? an entire leg. This one looks very hurt. <laughs> the one on this the one, the one right next to Katya also looks really hurt, but um, this one definitely looks more hurt. Okay, I'll send... The stuffing the, is flowing out of this one. I'll send the, the first two to the one that looks less hurt, and then the last one I'll send it to the other one. Sounds good. All right, so then roll the other two then. Taking that three damage, that five damage, you see as that wolf goes down just in front of Katya, and that four damage is just enough to kill the other one. Nice. So you see as all of these magic missiles slam into the wolves just next to each of your friends. It feels like a breeze of really powerful cold air slams into them. As Johans comes into this room, you see him pull up his hand and Shooting out from his palms, you see icicles going out and piercing into the wolves, exploding into this arcane ice energy. And from that, stuffing explodes from each wolf as they go limp onto the ground, destroyed. That was impressive. Yeah, look at you, Johans. You're doing great. Uh, I'm pale, and I put my back against the wall and I sit down to the floor like. Well done. Everyone breathe. Katya, you were still with us? Um, Yeah, I'm here. Forgive me. I usually do better than that. Thank you for your help. It it caught you off guard. It's all right. Thank you. I'm sorry I wasn't here faster. That thing that you you did, you, you, you touched her and you gave life energy to her? Yes, by Illustrate's gifts, we have a small 
talent for healing. I can transfer a bit of energy to an ally or myself in a moment of peril. It, it only works a little bit right now since uh, I haven't trained as thoroughly as others. I look back at my hands. It's like, I wonder if... Could you share some of that talent over here? I'm not mm. feeling too good. <laughs> uh, I'm a bit tapped, but let me see what I can do with my kits. And she'll look through her bag for like a medicine kit to help Put her a out. Band-aid on it. Uh, yeah, at, well, le- at least keep her stable. Sure. Yeah. And that's easy enough to do. It doesn't seem yeah. like she's going to be going unconscious by any time soon, at least. Not unless combat happens again. I have to say, mm-hmm. if our first combat encounter went like that, I'm very nervous how the rest of this is going to go. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll get better. The rolls tank wasn't are, there, so... Rolls rant, like, rolled like hell. Well, your other tank is at one hit point, so... <laughs> yeah, we, we, gotta get, we gotta get you boosted. Um, um, I'm fine. Did I get... <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Good job, Johans. Yeah, well... Oh. Jeez. The universe doesn't like me being... Congratulations. <laughs> Actually, um, hang on a second. Maybe I can... Well, while everyone talks, I want to take a second and look through Luna's eyes to make sure that everything is okay with the kids. Seems to be that way. Okay, and then I'll just come out. Just to, that was just a pop-in, pop-out kind. Sure. They seem to be just hanging out and just kind of watching the house. Everything's gonna be fine. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah, I used my whole pool, so nuts. Which I appreciate. Yeah. Well. I can't have anyone <laughs> passing on. This house is spooky enough. It doesn't need another ghost. Preferably. Yeah, so funny. <sighs> so yeah. the, the only thing I can do, I'm going to use healing hands on myself and give myself one more oh. hit point. So now I have it too. Yeah. You all see as Blair kind of sets her halberd down and her hands kind of cover <laughs> one of her wounds and you see her hands begin to glow with radiant energy, and she removes her hands to show that the cut is no longer there. Hmm. This is not fun. No. This is an evil place. Yes. Uh. Well, let's see if we can find... Welcome, <laughs> welcome to the new people that have just raided. We hey! are Deep in Curse of Strahd. So, Hi. <laughs> so, anyways, Let, let's see if there's any refuge in this last room. And as, will- as you guys walk past me, I'm still looking at my hands a little bit. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of just still looking at my hands, and then looking back at Estella, and then just kind of thinking. But I continue to follow for now. Mm. All right. You begin to open up this room, and one sec while I get the whole thing. As you do, you find this very nicely appointed bedroom. However, it is in disarray. One sec. You find that these double doors enter this this room that have dusty panes of stained glass set into them. Designs in the glass resemble windmills. The dusty cobweb-filled master bedroom 
has burgundy drapes covering the windows. Furnishings include a four-poster bed with embroidered curtains and tattered gossamer veils, a matching pair of empty wardrobes, a vanity with wood-framed mirror, and a jewelry box, along with a padded chair. A rotting tiger-skin rug lies on the floor in front of the fireplace, which has a dust-covered portrait of Gustav and Elizabeth Durst hanging above it. A web-filled parlor in the southwestern corner, the bottom right corner of this area, contains a table and two chairs. Resting on the dusty tablecloth is an empty porcelain bowl and a matching jug. However, the most disturbing part of this is hanging from one of the posters on the bed. You find a rotting body of a human male hung and just hanging there in fine clothes. He clutches a paper in his hands. Any shoes? (laughs) Yes, there are shoes. By the way, I I wasn't laughing at your narration. I was laughing at the fact that during that entire fight, Jeff Woods was holding the horse. (laughs) Skeleton. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. So just the image of everyone just like super intense and confident. Jeff's just standing. There's Jeff's like, just there. I, I imagine the skeletons like this. Help. For all of our new viewers, <laughs> Johans is a wizard. They casted Unseen Servant. There That's was me. a skeleton that was um, one hand in a chest and just laying there. So his Unseen Servant picked the skeleton up and used it for an actual like avatar for the unseen servant <laughs> and is just moving the hands around. A scene servant. And it is now a scene servant, yes. And we named him Jeff with one hand. Yes. Alright. With, hail with a quick determined motion is just gonna approach the bed say, I'm so sorry for your untimely death and cut the corpse down shove sure. it to the side get the paper out of the hand and holler for the her companions to bring Blair over so cuz at least this room we can fortify sure yeah. yeah so there sure are a lot of papers in this house full of seeming to be corpses i'm just going to say it's a better skeleton that we can dismantle here than a ghost in the other room if that's what Blair said but uh, oh. I thought I'd turn that one off, but I guess not. I, I hate you. Speaking of ghosts in the other room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but she w- Estella would t- make a moment to read the paper from the deceased gentleman's hand. All right. As you take the paper out of the deceased gentleman's hand, you find that it is titled, My Beloved Children. I wish I could do what all fathers do and tell you that monsters aren't real, but it wouldn't be true. Life can create things of exquisite beauty, but it can also twist them into hideous beings. Selfish, violent, grotesque, monstrous. It hurts me to say that your mother has turned into one one such monster, inside and out. It sickens me to think that we've put you what we've put you through what I've put us through. There is no excuse for what either of us have done. I only ask you, though I know I have no right to do so, to try and forgive us. 
Yes, I regret what I have done, yet I despise your mother. I despise what your mother has become. She's barely recognizable and does not respond to even your names. Rose, I wish I could see you blossom into a strong, beautiful woman. And Thorn, I wish I could be there for you. But I can't. This guilt. Margaret's screams, they're all too much for me. I love you, my children. Don't ever forget that. Goodbye. What does it say? <laughs> so, highlights. Uh, Daddy couldn't live with guilt for what the mother had become. Something about being a monster. Regrets about not raising his children. And it sounds like he killed the nanny. Or the mistress, handmaiden, whomever. Is... But, um, yes, that ghost in the other room is quite likely a scorned woman from beyond the grave, probably. I think there's a tale about a banshee somewhere in my book, but uh, um, we need it. We definitely need a plan before we go and disturb her again. Do you is this? Do you think? Sounding like, based off of the the letter you described that you just read, do you think these are the kids' parents? Most definitely. The parents there's, that we're supposed dad. to be rescuing. <laughs> Yes, it appears we're a bit under a ruse. Dad is the corpse here. The ghost is either the scorned handmaiden from the previous letter, and something has become of the mother that's quite a monstrosity, and she'll show that the might be what's in the basement. What if that's the maiden that got in the baby in the other room that she was looking at? Mm. But the mother and the father are still around in other ways in the basement. I suppose that's true, but what if those those things that we fought also were the, the monsters that they are talking about? The wolves? The... They don't seem to be strong. Uh, in, uh, smart enough to kidnap a fully grown adult woman, and they seem to be hunters. Right? Look around. Those were the wolves from the first room we were in. I believe mm. so, yes. I mean... Uh, yes, I, I believe you're right. think that's what they were, but what if those were the creatures that those kids were talking about? If those kids are telling the truth, were, were those even kids? We've seen and and felt many different supernatural things here. I don't... Something's not right. I'm I, I think all on of this you one. Something feels same. wrong. This feels like either an extremely elaborate trap or some very misguided spirits need to be put to rest. I can find out. My owl Luna is still outside with the kids. I can bring one of them in. As you wish. Don't know that bringing the children inside is the best idea. There are monsters crawling about. If you believe that there is a ruse going on, I, I don't I don't see why we couldn't, right? The kids would be in on it otherwise. Well, why, why don't you just see what's going on out there? I checked right after the wolf fight. There's nothing going on. The kids are just there. Can you speak through Luna? No. Well? I only, can, I only have the abilities and senses of her. I mean, if I speak anyway, you guys will listen to it. It doesn't really matter. Never mind. Um, Although, 
Who knows? Right. I can make her slap him with the wings. Oh, I'm sorry, what? Wing? <laughs> Luna can hit things. I think it's what he's yes. alluding to. You're trying to. to slap the children? <laughs> I still mean to get them to move. I mean, they, we do it with a couple other times. Isn't, just, isn't it cruel right. enough that their parents I, I, are killed? I you think, I think... Have, we were talking about how they could be evil. I don't know. I'm just going off what you're saying. All right. Either way, priorities. Blair needs to heal. We need to figure out a way to the basement. Yes. And then we figure out what all these damned ghosts want with us. Um... I think if nothing else, I think I think you're right, Estella. I think even if those kids are maybe lying, if they are kids, Ooh. if they're not, you know, they're only going to lead probably more people here. So I think you think we do need to take care of whatever is happening. Yes. I may not be as well versed in poltergeists as other types of clerics or those of faith, but... Typically, if it, something is missing from you for, from another plane of existence, then usually they have a grudge they need to settle or bones to burn. Uh, there's usually some sort of ritual in these things. Uh, and as she's talking, um, she'd like to investigate the room further for like hidden doors, books to pull, any any kind of sign of a hidden mechanism. Sure. Okay. Um. And my understanding, are you guys trying to do a short rest here? Is that's, that what that's what she's suggesting, but we haven't taken that's, a vote. That's fine. Okay. Nice. Um, you take a look into this room right here. Uh, it seems to just be another coat rack or closet, shoes. I guess. Um, there are shoes in here, um, though they are rotted, just like pretty much everything else in here. <laughs> yeah. Um, you nice. also find that this door leads to a balcony. Mm. And as you make your way out to the balcony, you see that mist is covering everything. Yeah, Stella's not going to fuck with that. And she's just going to come right back in. <laughs> is the balcony itself covered or is it like... Balcony's beyond? open. Yeah, it's open. No, I mean like by the mist. Oh, no, no. The balcony itself, it's like the mist is crawling up with you. So it's currently up at, like, the second level of this house. Mm. Yeah. If I go outside... Yes. Can I see the shed where the kids are? No, it's on the opposite end. It's on the opposite end? Okay. Yeah. Well, if we're yeah. taking a short rest, and I'm going to plop myself down on the bed. <laughs> you would imagine yourself kind of bouncing a little bit, but it doesn't. You just hear a, like... A crunch. Like, <laughs> yeah. The least satisfying bed. <laughs> the least satisfying uh, bed um, ever. is going to shift her weapons a bit. She's going to get back ready with her sword and shield position, hook the crossbow sure. back down. Then she's going to take that ceremonial sword back out and hold it out to the gentlemen in the party if any of you wants a backup weapon this will do in a pinch what, May not what are be... you offering sorry <laughs> yeah that ceremonial sword we found from the first floor oh mm. I can't use that okay it's probably oh, twice I think, the size uh, I'll stick is. with my, my small daggers for now be before Jeff okay. fades I'm gonna send him down to recover my dagger the one that uh, was thrown into the chest that I didn't recover all sure. that time ago yeah yeah 
You see the skeleton just making its way down the stairs. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise I have literally no weapon. Sure. Well, and that's then, what I was saying. Worst case, you could use the ceremonial sword as an improvised weapon. He can't, though, because he's small. <laughs> and okay, it's too Wizzy big. boy. And also, I don't have the... Yeah. I, I have, like, a nine on strength. Okay. <laughs> it was a suggestion. Yeah. <laughs> I don't so know if you... I could even pick it up, is the thing. That'd be funny. Do we all get startled when the it's door like opens table. and there's a skeleton with yeah. a dagger? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. you I'd hear a knock on the door it. as you see Jeff slowly making his way. He just shoots the finger guns so we know it's Jeff. And brings <laughs> the dagger back to Joe. Mr. Skullhead. Thank you. So, are we we trying to do a short rest? Could yeah, we please? Yeah, I'd love Blair to get a hit dice up in here. This, I hey. don't agree because this doesn't benefit me in any way. I'm joking. Well, it doesn't benefit <laughs> me either, but, you know, I'm you trying to be your mom here. Hell yeah, wow, let's money. go. Damn. You can go adventure hey. ahead, Johan. All right. No, thank you. I'm good. Thanks. So, with our, with our adventurers taking a short rest to recover from the wounds that they have just suffered, we are going to end tonight's session there and pick up next week yes. at 7 p.m., it's Pacific. We're going to continue. Yeah, 7 p.m. Pacific time. We are going to continue Death House and see what else lies ahead what for the like? Ravenloft Mistfits. Thank you, everybody that joined us today. We are very glad that you have joined and we hope that you enjoyed at least what whatever you saw. I know that we got raided, <laughs> so... Thank you yeah. all for joining us. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, yeah, join us next week. It'll it'll be a fun time. Um, good time. Good times today. That was fun. I yeah, that. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, so. thank you for running. Oh, of course. Yeah, I, I love this. This is good stuff. So Anyways, Definitely have right. us on our toes. Yeah. Uh, sweet. We'll see you all next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Goodbye.